feel it. I need you to feel me. Right, right. Don't right. argue. Oh, just yeah, feel yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. I'm gotta ins- catch it. I'm inspired. Yes, Yo. bro. Uh, yes, that part. And 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 like no one gets it. And I'm like, please understand. So now I have my daughter. When I call her, babe, it's time. She's like, what? Anytime you see a video of me, there's someone filming it. It's his sister. And and and, and here's the thing: is like we're so we have the sober junkie here. Hey, hey, what's going on? And um, we're just talking about in the pilot where I'm freaking out because it's like that's like a form of our art and like you know we'll die for it and there's right. a message and we're trying to save lives and like right. blah, 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 me 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 yeah me 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 like my agenda my what I think is so that's important what I was right yeah. so like that's so true but, but but dude but the cool thing is I figured out a way to like loop her in on the whole thing Dope. so now she's like a part of it on her little weight loss journey see my wife's is, doing that right now too bro which is kind of a manipulation if i'm being totally honest with you because it's like i want to do this right and like it, if you they can just help build like why not us all do it like because there's the female energy too we want yes bro and the and like if you're married and sober like that's something right there to talk about yeah you know so absolutely bro and, and that's what i was saying too with my wife she just got sober that's rad you know and it was cool because i i had asked her and asked her and it it wasn't gonna happen and then she just came to me one day like you know what i'm done and i'm so like what so she's like i'm done uh well so alcohol tequila she was drinking tequila every day she'd get home from work drink if i had a show a gig i had a residency at the um downtown grand in vegas and it was only a month, every month, one show. So what's the, is it just the Sober Junkie? Sober Junkie, yeah. And then my yeah. band is the Melodic Overdrive. My band is a church band, bro. And these dudes are phenomenal, man. These guys are so dope, man. Um, Damn. And they're the Melodic Overdrive. So it's Sober so Junkie who? and Melodic Overdrive. Yeah. So like, that's produced by L Fingers, that one. Sometimes we get lost along the way. And every day might feel like rain But luckily I know way to a brighter day Brighter day, gonna take me away That's it (laughs) This first verse right here too though Wow, this is cool man Is that you whistling or what is that? Yeah, so that's my boy's a producer, right? So he's like, right here, hold up Okay. This, yeah. yeah, it this. does pique my interest usually, in, uh, but so, I, I, I'm going to check it out. That's hard. You know dude. what's bothering me is your thing's pulled and twisted down there, but your cord, your this? cord's like too tight or something. Just, yeah. So hold up. Let me. I just got to be honest real quick. Okay. You ready? About to get honest real quick. So I'm a fucking judgmental. I don't know, dude. I just. I'm just fucked in the head, you know, a little bit. Like, I'm an alcoholic. So I'm like, yeah, like, I want to collaborate with people. But then, like, in my mind, I'm like, oh, like, it's not it's not going to be good. I kind of just go to the worst part of it. But, like, I got to be honest with you. Like, you in person is, like, really awesome. Thank you, brother. Yeah. Like, in what you said at the meeting is you're honest. 
that fucking music, I produced, I was in a band called Hypercrush. We got a record deal with Universal. We toured all over the world, opened for like Lady Gaga, all this fucking shit. Like, did our thing, bro. And so, I don't know. I guess that qualifies me. I produced everything. So, like, that's that tough. was, that's good, dude. I like Thank that you, a lot. That's a really good. He can sing. The beats sound good. It's like a positive. It's like uh, you fuck with Revolution. Yeah. It's like a good vibe. Yeah. It's like that whole fucking. I call it medicine, man. It's yeah. medicine. It's good medicine. So yeah. I just want to get honest about like, you know, I'm always pleasantly surprised when I have an open mind. That's dope. And I don't let my negative thought life, you know, because it was my idea. Don't get me wrong. Right, right. I was like, yo, see if we can get this dude to do the podcast. And I'm I'm working on some other people. But I don't really, it's hard for me to like reach out and like ask for shit. Right. You know what I mean? No, Did absolutely. you ask? So I'm just like so grateful you came. He drove all the way down from Vegas, dude, just to do this. Really? Yep. That's where you live? Dude. Yeah. Wow. Bro, this, I hope. Recovery is my life, bro. Yeah. And, and I, I seen what you were doing. And I'll be honest, I'm the same way. Like, I'm very like, <laughs> I look at every situation yeah. as a Tell drug deal. I'm not gonna lie. I look at people. I'm thinking, what is their real out? What do they really want? Right. What are they really doing? Are they telling the truth right now? Yeah. Da, 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 da. And I'm, I'm like, and my wife's like, dude, just like you said, be more open minded. Mm. Just, just give them a chance. And I'm like, well, I don't know. I'm da 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 da. And when I watched you, I when I watched it, I'm like, dude's for real. Mm -hmm. And then I noticed a lot of my traits with you, bro. Yeah. And that's, we're, we're, you know, what I mean, alcoholics and addicts, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And there's a lot of us that have a similarity because of that. Can I ask though? So you just asked him, you're just like, Hey, will you come do the podcast? Yeah. Well, that's, that's great. I think I, put, I think if you did that with other people, they'd probably come too. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I'm, I'm working on it. So there's some static happening from a phone. So just turn off your, 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 Jesus, your just everybody just turn off, put your phone in airplane mode. If it's near the I mic, think mine's gone. Um, I'm, I'm, I don't know why I'm, it's probably just my fucking phone telling everyone. Um, no. And I think, look, I say this a lot. I feel like anytime we have a guest on, that's like, I say like, I really want to stay in touch. And I think this could be the beginning of like a crazy relationship and we could do like some crazy shit, you know, like, so we'll see where it goes. Absolutely, man. And I think that's the most important thing is just let it be. Somebody, let it evolve, man. When he walked in, someone said, is that fucking Pat's older brother? Yeah. <laughs> somebody tight. said that when he walked in. That's you know? dope. That's dope. Yeah, I forget who. Yeah, well, that was you. Did you say that? Someone said that. No, because we, we yeah. We I heard that this, too. He's like, I thought you were his older brother. Yeah, you're just like kind of like a, a hyped up version. Like people think I'm loud. Oh, I'm off the hook. You're even louder. You yeah. Know? <laughs> so in, in person, I'm, I'm not as much. But if I'm at an event or I'm speaking somewhere, I do. I, no, no, I no. Just, Bro. I go you're, crazy. You're a force. When you walk in, you're you got tattoos on your face. He's got long hair. He's coming in with the fucking top hat with the feather out and the fucking leather jacket and the studs. I mean, you're like, it's like, oh, shit. Like, who's this that dude? Part, but I then, like But yeah. then, like, when you start talking, it's like, okay – He's got this kind of confidence mixed with a little humility. He's done real time. He's yeah. fucking legit. I love it. Thank you, brother. I appreciate or, it. Or, or basically, it's not all ego, which is nice. I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's cool. 
It's for real. Well, you, I appreciate that, man. And and uh, yeah, that's my thing because I feel like I've I've done, bro. I've been just I lived in the belly of the beast, man. Yeah, you know, I camped out. <laughs> I stayed there. I lived there. I got comfortable there. So it's like Can now, you Johnny. I feel like I gotta be this guy. You know, sober junkie has evolved to keep me alive and allow me to just spread this message, man. And that's what I was telling you guys about earlier. I was feeling on my own, not from anybody else, but me and God that I needed to stop, man, smoking mm. weed. And that's been such a big part of who I am. Right. You know, I got nine years clean using cannabis, and that was what got me famous. That's what put me on. I did all the shows. I was doing high times and high life festival and all that. And I wasn't going in there and smoking and hitting bongs with people. And do, That's not my deal. I always always told everybody it's medicine and i use it as medicine and i was but i don't feel like it's that way no more what what does using it as medicine look like so i would smoke before bed i was unable to eat when i got clean so i used it to withdraw first i never smoked weed it was a waste of time for me like i was like what do you want me to smoke weed for like can i put that in a syringe like it's not gonna do nothing you know so when it happened and i'm at the meeting and i come back and i'm like babe let me just do, let me just call my boy. Let me get a, a little bit. You know what I'm saying? I'm just going to, I just need to get well. I'm sick right now. I feel horrible. There's no way I can do this. She's like, nah, why don't you smoke weed? And I'm like, weed? What What do you mean? I said, they ain't going to do nothing for me, babe. I said, I need something. I'm sick. I could die. I remember I was telling her, I could die. You want me to die? I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Right? And she's like, no, you're not. Call your friends and get weed. That's it. That's all I'm going to do. And I slept for three days and I smoked and I'd wake up and it helped me eat. It helped me sleep. But now, nine years of doing this, and it's taken this long, is I'm realizing it that I, I passed the point where it was medicine. You know? And that's hard for me to say because it is who I built myself as. I'm telling you, I was talking to my manager today, and he was like, SJ, like, I feel like God has something bigger for you, bro. And he's in the cannabis industry. This yeah. dude has made his fortune on it. Yeah. He's like, Why would he come up to you with that? I, because he cares about me. Yeah, because 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 let's just get honest. Yeah, because you were doing it like all the time. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wake there up in the morning, go. roll it up. So, oh, so it wasn't medicine. There we anymore. go. It has not. It's not, lately it hasn't been. Yeah. You know, and and I think I would trick myself to say, oh, I need it right now. I need it right now. My son, I was driving here and I was like, man, I'm in so much pain and this and that. And he's like, it got out of my head. Like something happened, and then I just stopped talking about it. When we we're sitting with my manager, my son's like, Dad, you haven't smoked at all. Pain today. what? Pain what? So I, I was rear-ended in an accident in, two, in 01. And that's how it all started. Um, they had put me on Oxycontin. And back then when it was in 01, it was a big thing. And um, before they out, you know, and they took it off the market and put everybody else on Oxycodone. So I'm on that. I'm like, dude, this stuff, this stuff is crazy. Yeah, I was, that's my, that was my thing. Well, see, now I, I was like, okay, I've got to be able to um, do something. Right. So my doctor takes me off it. And I'm like, wait a minute. I need this. What are you doing? He said, oh, no, you, you've been taking too much. Da, 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 da. I was abusing the heck out of him. He, I was he, absolutely. He, by the way, has the by far the best voice we've ever had on a podcast. My brother. <laughs> wait a minute. What about Johnny? Johnny's oh, it's a true story. Johnny's his voice is great. But Johnny's. Hey, voice is- wait a minute. though. No. <laughs> hold on. As he speaks, I'm like, wait, well, he's he's the I brought I wanted to bring him down. Sorry. I want to pick up where we left off though, yes. real quick but like i wanted to bring johnny down because he's like the hope to die junkie in the house that's right like you know 10 my what, brother 10 what 
Yeah, so I've been around since uh, 2008, and I've only managed to put about a year and a half together. In that but, but but he was saying, you know, I fucking was on the. I, he's like, I camped out, and I'm like, all right, we got to get Johnny down here because he lived on. Yeah, Skid Row, two and a half years, <sighs> six in San Julian. Man, yeah, he was bro. doing all the crit. He was he's like a real one, you know. And we yeah. are, we're all real ones here, but like not everyone here has seen the bottoms that level. Like I feel like you're like a low bottom. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait, wait, so, wait, you were married all so this I just time? Yeah. Go. And your wife was So she got clean with my daughter. Like she was like I'm I'm cuz I took her and ran amok with her. We were Bonnie and Clyde for a long time. And I get I got in a high speed chase. And, Wait, this uh, is a daughter from a previous. So my wife, my daughter, um, when I got with my wife, my daughter was three months old. Okay. So my wife, the first her first year, she messed around for like six months and then stopped. She just stopped. She was like, I can't do this no more. And I went to jail. So when I went to jail, she quit. And then I got out. She didn't use again. And I was still messing up, running amok. Then I leave again, then get out. And then leave again. And the last time I was telling you guys, I got her pregnant with Michael. And this is all in Vegas? No, this is in Los Banos, California. Merced, Northern California. Huh. Yeah, I didn't go to Vegas until um, it's been six years now. But wait, so, so uh, is that near confusing. like the rest? I'm that- not going to try to connect the dots. But wait, hold up. It's like, I don't think the specific specifics yeah, okay. are that important. I yeah. think I just want to kind of catch it. Is it near like Mount Shasta? You Chico, know, like the Redwoods? Chico, California. Not Chico. More like, well, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Red, red. Uh, Redding? Yeah, Redding, all that. Yeah. Yeah, I ran amok through all of that. I think that like. Modesto, like, Redding, okay, yeah. yeah, all that. Yeah, Oroville. Yep, Oroville, yep. Yeah, that shit's kind of hoodie. Oh, bro. Yeah. yeah. So, and, and that's, and part of my thing is that, you know what I mean? Like, I have gangs, all of that. It's all part of my life, yeah. you know, prison. And, and it didn't get really crazy till prison. You know what I mean? Going to prison, but being a being who I was and, and a part of what I'm a part of, our car doesn't use. So I'd come in kicking and they'd be like, hey, homeboy, you got to get clean. You got two weeks to be uh, on the yard busting down. Our card? Our car. Like your car. So in prison, there's different cars. So they have different races, different gangs. And you're you know? what car? You, so I'm, you? I'm, actually, so I'm Native American and white, but I ran with the Northanios. So that's like, yeah, Sorenos down south. Latino. Have North, yeah. Okay. Mexican gang. How'd you get in with them? They were my boys growing up. You were just, yeah, like I was a, just always one of their boys, man. And huh. those were my, you know what I'm saying? So, so like, does the native Indian thing kind of like give you a, give you a car? No, I was just crazy, bro. And they, you know what I mean? You I were was just, just like, wild, you, so you were just like their token white boy, you know, but they never said that. Never huh. called me the white boy. Huh? It's crazy. I know it's a trip, man. And then when I went to prison, my last name is German Jew, bro. It's Buckner. On my dad's uh-huh. side, so they were like, "You're back," and I said, "No, I'm I'm running. So, I run Northern Hispanic." And they were like, "Huh?" So how much time? Wow. So, so so you did how much time did you do? In and out total, bro, like eight, almost nine years. But the longest stretch, uh, the last stretch was in the shoe, so it was almost three years. But Damn. I would, bro, I'd only be out for a month. I'd get out. I would run from per, like I'd get my little two hundred dollars <laughs> and be like, "Okay, that's an eight ball and a pistol for my boy," literally. And I'd see my girl and, well, you know, I know my nothing. son's here, but I don't, you know, I'd handle business and be off and running because that was what I knew, man. That's what I knew. And going to prison made it worse. I ain't gonna lie. So, so, so when you get out, when you get out, you're not like, all right, I'm going to really try to stay out. 
No, I wasn't, bro. Really? Yeah, until the last time, and I kicked parole in 12 months, so, and then I relapsed. Oh, wait, hold up. <laughs> okay, so what prison is this we're talking about? I, I, I got it. So I went to uh, Tracy is the reception, and then I, I my first prison I went to was Vacaville, and I got off in the morning because we weren't allowed to be there for whatever reasons. And um, so I, uh, I got word. So that morning- you got what? I got word that I couldn't be there. Oh. You know, someone let me know, like, hey, there's people on this yard that we don't associate with, that you ain't supposed to associate with, and um, you can't be here, so you got to get off and go to the hole and report. You know what I'm saying? So I did that. And so I got off in the morning at, at Chow and got put in the hole, went to the hole, did my time in the hole, got out. How long? Stayed clean. I was in the hole for a year. What? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. The hole, like, the hole? The whole hole, yeah. Wait, and then I up. went to the shoe, though. I paroled out of the shoe. But wait, hold well, on I don't know what the shoe is, but I know what the hole is from down. Juvenile Hall. What's the hole? So, That's like solitary, yeah, right? Yeah, solitary confinement, 23 and 1. Year. Yeah. Well, I did more than that. So when I was in Corcoran wait, Shoe. Wait a minute. That's down. How can you handle that for a year? So honestly, reading and working out. But wait, hold on. So the cell Straight up. is like from like me to you, and there's a shitter right here. And it's just dark. And it's just dark. Well, it's not all not the way dark, dark all the time. You don't have any contact. You can't see nobody or nothing. And you don't leave your cell unless you're in cups. And, the, and this is how you look. Yeah. Why they? Is that why they? Why would they put you down well, there? Because I got off. I, I kicked off a riot. Mm. So uh, because they said I couldn't be there, they were like, look, the way to do it is you got to kick it off. You so, know? W- so why did you want to stay there? Why did you start a riot just to stay? No, because no, he started a riot because he had to put he had to show that he was down or whatever. Right? Pretty much because here's it is these guys that are on the yard are all bad, all bad meaning there was child molesters walking around on the yard. There was all, people other gangs that we don't affiliate with, just all kinds of people that did stuff that they that were against the guidelines of who I ran with. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, look, bro, you can't be on that yard. There's none of us there. If you see people that are one of us, they're not us. There's someone that's that was one of us that's in a different thing now. You got a lot of dropout gangs. But you know who what tells I mean? who gives you this information? Your people, you know. So what, I'm on the way over there. I'm in the I'm in the holding tank. One of my boys, and he's like, "Yo, we can't be here, bro." I was like, "All right." He's, so when you say one of your boys, did you actually know this? Guy? Yes, absolutely. Okay. So we rode from county together, and from uh, reception to the penitentiary. So we're on the bus. Well, he gets taken right away. He doesn't have to get off. You know what I mean? They, they seen him, noticed him. He's been to prison before. They already knew who he was, what he was. And they're like, hey, you know, there's uh, dropouts and this and that on the yard. Are you going to be, you know, whatever? And obviously, bro sold him, you know, whatever he did. So he didn't have okay, to get I got off. It. So if you want to be with your crew or whatever, you got to do this. Yes. Because your friend was already in. Absolutely. And you had to sh- do something ballsy to like get in or whatever. Right. I had to get off that yard. I and see. and I had to get off it the right way, you know? So that's yeah, what I did. Oh, hold hold up, hold right on. Yep. You fuck with this fool? Oh, I haven't seen that dude. Who's that? Wes, Wes Watson? Right when you get to prison, everybody asks about what the first day is like in prison. This is it. You roll up to reception. Reception. You hop in that little cell with everyone till you're booked, and then you go into your personal cell, and you're in your personal cell. So this guy, or dorm. This guy's crushing it on YouTube. Wes Watson, fucking GP penitentiary life. All he talks about is like, He's like a motivational dude. But yeah, this is really interesting That shit. GP stands for general population, so he's letting people know he's active. 
So you can be active or non-active. That's a big reason that you had to get off a yard if there's non-active gang members on the yard. Mm. But mm. this dude, it, that said, ruin your it reputation? says, yeah, if you stay there, you're 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 no good. No more. Wait, no, but this dude's out and he's like, no, so that's great. No, he even has the GP on his thing. But there's like me, I'm I'm not I'm not a dropout, but wait, I'm, wait, wait, I've wait, changed wait. my but life. Wait, hold on I'm, a you know, second. So what does GP mean? General, general population. population. He's so not. That's not a gang. You're oh no, not he's affiliated. he's out. No, what do you mean? No, but when, when he was in. in when he was in, he ran general population. That means he wasn't on a SNY yard, which is special needs, or um, this fool is a dropout like yard. Fully affiliated. Yeah, you could tell. Yeah, but that's, he put that GP for guys like me <laughs> to be like, oh, I okay. caught that. Yeah, okay, general yeah. pop. So he, okay. he he had the keys to the yard. Absolutely, I <laughs> he's gnarly. But like now, he has three hundred and fucking seventy six thousand subs on YouTube. Wow, that's huge. Which is yeah, and like he's doing his thing, and it's cool because he's like a motivational guy. Comes off a little aggressive at times, but like it's cool. He turned it around, and he's right. like, he's like, he's like, yo, you, you talk about being about that life. He's like, fuck that life. I'm not trying that to talk. be about that life. I'm trying to give my daughter a fucking bike on her birthday. Bro, that part. I'm not trying to be about. He like goes on. He talks about shit like that, but from like a fucking hard ass perspective. Right. So it's cool. It's crazy we you say that because my daughters like you and always you. wanted me to tell prison stories. And one time I told Bro. the high speed chase story the other day and it went crazy. I had like 500 people at once on the. So, so that's crazy. another thing I wanted to touch on real quick was like. I don't know. I just think that I haven't really. I, I watched a couple things. I see you, right? And like, I just feel like we we gotta try to not like keep have an open mind. Like, you should talk about that shit. Absolutely, bro. You know what I mean? And like, I don't know. I just feel like I haven't seen all that you can offer right yeah no absolutely bro and that's where it's coming to yeah and i feel like that's a big thing about me getting all the way right bro because yeah. i don't feel that way yeah, yeah and i'm yeah, being yeah. honest with myself and it hurts and i'm keeping it real and i'm glad my son is right there you know the other day i'm doing the celebrity boxing thing and the other day i i had to go do my first sparring match and i was in the bathroom right because when i seen the dude i had to spar it was the guy i was watching thinking all the whole time like thank god i don't gotta box this guy yeah. right and then they were like oh yeah they were telling me, oh, this guy, you got reach on him, da-da-da-da-da, you're going to be good, don't worry about it, just use your jab, this and that. And I'm like, all right, cool, I'm ready, I'm ready. And then I see the guy got a fight, so I instantly got to take a shit. <laughs> instantly, and I'm like, I got the gloves on, and I tell the OG of the gym, I'm like, uh, I got to use the restroom. He said, oh, you got the butterflies. I was like, yeah, dude. I get in there, and my son was out there, and I said, I got to fight this fight. I got to spar. You know, even though I'm afraid, even though it's it's not going to be comfortable, you know what I mean? And even though I'm scared, I got to do it because my baby's watching me right now. You know, that was my reason for a lot, you know, and my son telling me like today, like, yo, dad, you don't need it. Mm. He ain't never said that. You know what I'm saying? You don't need oh, cannabis. Yeah. Man. No, that's a good one. But like just, yeah, like getting vulnerable in general and like right. butt naked, honest, yeah, that I part. had to do the same thing. I just, I think that's what we're missing, bro, out here, and that's what this learning to lose thing is all about. Y'all help me do it, man. I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. Because if I wasn't here tonight, it probably would have just been a conversation with my manager. You know what I'm saying? And I probably would have wanted to, but uh, I'm a big guy on accountability, 
And I know how many people are watching me right now. And every day I get at least 10 people telling me, yo, I'm clean because of you, bro. Mm. Da, 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 da. And I tell them, it ain't me, man. It's you. And it's God. Don't yeah. give it to me. God might be using me to do some stuff or maybe send some messages. But I go, it ain't me, okay, man. So you, you're a program. You're, you're AA? You do the... So, so I did. I was in NA. And I stayed, and I stayed, but then I stopped. I worked my steps up to four. It got super uncomfortable, and that's when I moved out here. And you, you know, still have a sponsor. Though. I still have my sponsor. Yes. So he's and like am, more like a mentor. Or yes, something. absolutely. All right. And he doesn't he doesn't agree with cannabis, but the last time we talked, he was like, "Yo, I mean, nine years." He goes, "He goes, I couldn't do it." He goes, "I'm not going to judge you for it. I don't approve of it." He goes, "I don't like it." He's like, "But you're you're working your program." It, it, you can do it. Hey, I'm not gonna like. But, not but when you're ready, by working your but, he, but he ends it when you're ready. Right. Give me a call. Well, that sounds like <laughs> a good guy. No, he's amazing, man. And like, not like I'm not gonna talk to you if you're. Yeah. That's if your life is manageable, and but I think that like I would definitely encourage you to finish the steps. I need to, bro. And like, be all the way sober, and then I can't wait to see you know your your journey on online i think you have like a crazy potential thank you man for sure bro. Also, you know what I mean? for sure also i think this is going to be a little more than you think because cannabis is a drug right so that part and, yeah but and there might be a lot of shit you haven't contended with because you haven't really had to like you said it's like a, a crutch or whatever right and I do feel it is medicine. It does help people for a lot of different things and different reasons. But for me right now, it's not. Mm. Well, that's true. But all of it can be medicine. Even heroin can be medicine in the right circumstances and hallucinogenics mm. or whatever. So, right. yeah, this 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 sober living, this house, the the, the kind of sh structure I came from, and the kind of program that that we're doing here is like, it's fucking all the way. That stuff. We go hard. I mean, dude, what are you doing, Carter? Uh, stuff what? PBs and 10 steps. PBs and 10 steps. You see the board? That's right. <laughs> like, we're not fucking around, bro. No, like, I was so stoked to come like in here and see the meeting. That just met my heart, bro. Oh, like, I was just like. No, like, we're dead serious. Like, tell them about what you're going through. Yeah, so I just uh, I just restarted. You know, I've been fucking around since 2008. But I just restarted my time um, May 31st. I took I took a chip for ninety days, but I had been sneaking drinks about four times in in there, and then I ate some mushrooms out of uh, some llama shit. <laughs> He's and, crazy. Uh, it, didn't even, it was the wrong kind, anyways. But <laughs> no, nah, but you know, I I'm a, I'm a crystal meth addict, man, and this place is saving my life. And and I was counting. To me, I was saying, well, as long as I'm not doing crystal meth, I'm not right. slamming meth. Like you know, I, I gained forty pounds. My daughter's back in my life. I don't got to tell them about like my sneaking drinks on the construction site. Uh. But uh, but this little voice in my head was telling me I was so uncomfortable and so uneasy living this lie, you know. Right. And uh, so I just said, "Look, man, I got this dirty chip, and I got to start over. I got to start my time." It started with Pat. Pat was like, "You got any secrets?" And I was like, "I took Ooh. a shit downstairs. We're not supposed to shit downstairs in the downstairs toilet." Right. But uh, but that led to that. He's like, "Well, you know, you want to write a cop list?" I was like, "What's a cop list?" He's like, "You're gonna, you're gonna tell all your secrets." But you've anything you've been dishonest about since you've been in the house. Everyone in the house, Caleb. Caleb has just had a verbal. Every time he introduces himself to someone, he has to say, "Hi, I'm Caleb. I'm about to lie to you," because he'd been lying in the house for so long and we couldn't change his behavior. So he had a verbal. So he did that for about a, two months. Two and, a half months. and how does it feel to be off it? 
That's right. It's a real program. So like, we got to write thousands and thousands he, he, so, of words. So he got 100,000 words <laughs> for all the different little lies he told. Right. They added up. And, right. and when we took his job, we took his phone. I mean, he had a job because of the house, but now he's just in the house writing his words and he can't talk to anybody in the house while he's on reflections. So he'll be on reflect. It's just like fucking, it's literally, that's why I have respect for jail, military, any kind of like structure. Like when you go to prison, it's not like a, you, you can't fuck around. Like oh. you have to be on a thing and that kind of structure does something for um, undisciplined people. Bro, it, I'm going to tell you right now, I tell people all the time, I can't even knock prison, especially with our car that I ran with, is they don't do drugs. It's not tolerated. You get in some major, major, major trouble. They right. stay clean. They have whatever rules that they have. But I, I think about it all the time. It's like, dude, if I could get through prison, you can get through anything mm -hmm. because it was like that. And we used to write essays too weekly, 5,000 words. Like it was, and it really? was, yeah, on education and learning just about a bunch of different stuff, you huh. know? So that, that kind of like prison's a trip, man. Yeah. So I like that structure. I always wanted to be in the military as a kid, you know. There's just something like like I like that kind of lifestyle because I haven't had that structure. Yeah, like he's are you in charge? Yes, sir. So Carter's the guy in charge right now. He has like how much time you have here? Uh almost four months now. That's yeah. Right. So right. he's like, you know, he's one of the senior we've only been open for fucking Five months. Five months, bro, which is crazy. That's just the power of social media right there. Yeah. 18 people in the house, bro. I was, I felt, I thought it was around forever. I didn't even know. Five months. <laughs> the way it feels, too, the energy in the house, yeah, everything, Yeah, well, because bro. we're applying a certain structure that's been around for a while, and we have a lot of people helping us with that. And now that we have some senior people in the house, like, towing the line, the new people that come in like fall into that structure right. and they, they learn from experience and they, and they like you see someone get honest. They want to get honest. They see people pulling covers and we're just keeping each other accountable. And also this structure has never been done in a co-ed house, which has been interesting. We have two of the residents that are on what we call non-com, which is, which means they can't even talk or look or talk to each other or even about each other because they were crushing on each other. And we had to like sever that. Yeah. So it's fucking, it's really, uh, it's effective, you know? And, and when they leave here, they will have the tools. They will have the tools. That's a big part, bro. So you can reach in when you need them. And, and you got to well, give it to people the way that I think, like I was saying, work your own program when I was saying that to you earlier. I think what, what my, cause he isn't my sponsor really anymore. Cause I'm not working the steps. So I'm not, I'm not in the program like that, but I think what he meant, whatever you're doing to stay clean, to keep that needle out of your arm and all those other things. And he's like, you know, he understands I'm an indigenous man. And I used to use that part too, but you know, right. not, not all natives use cannabis. And I, I, you know, even though I'm about the earth and I'm about, you know, medicine and, and I do believe in ceremony that, you know, there's certain people that use certain medicines in ceremony. It's not for everybody. Mm. You know, that's a lot of people don't know that either though. You know, mm. so it's not just everybody, you know, and you see people running off to Peru to do ayahuasca. And it's just like, if you're going to do something, it has to be for that reason. Now, I felt as though I was using cannabis as a medicine, but it's it's become something different yeah. for me. Well, and I have to own it. Because you're an alcoholic. Well, well, you know, Bill Wilson. You're a real addict. Yeah. Bill Wilson did acid for five years. People yeah. don't really talk about that. Do you know about that? Yeah, I've yes. heard about this Isn't shit. Isn't that a trip? Yeah, I don't really know about any of that. I, all I know is like y you're being drawn to the light. Mm. 
Mm-hmm. The clarity. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that com- happens to us, man. Yeah, and, and that's rad. It's not I, always I, what you want to right. see. <laughs> I'm like really, really like stoked and like proud of you for like being able to like, you know, go that way instead right. of like, oh, I'm going to take a couple little barbit like a little Xanax right. also or like, you know, right. like there's just two Absolutely. paths. I'm sure you've thought about like, you know, maybe a little fucking painkillers with right. the with the weed i don't know right. maybe a little drink no, no, here no and there beer no alcohol nope. nothing just nope. just can't yeah, if i drink one beer it's a wrap <laughs> I, it's over dude. yeah I know. just yeah and that's why i was so hard with my wife and i and i didn't want she's like dude you're you're the one i'm just drinking you know i go to work i take care of my stuff da, 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 and i'm like you're functioning alcoholic but now, right. she, now yeah. she's clean now she is yes well how long wow. so five months Really? And she's yeah. doing program or No, she's not doing program. She works twenty four that girl has one day off. She sleeps during the day, literally wakes up. She works for the post office. So her she's gone twenty four seven. But hopefully like, that'll be something like I, I guarantee if I invited her to a meeting she'd go with me. But what home. about weed? No, she doesn't So she's like sober sober. Yeah, she's sober sober all the way hundred percent. So that's like for me too, like like that's to dope. do that with her together, like she doesn't use cannabis. She she actually has a brand new bong and it's just for art oh wow and it's a beautiful jerome baker that's a good friend of mine jason harris he's an, an amazing glass blower and um it's beautiful but mm-hmm. she's just like you know i think it's great that you stopped man that you that you managed to just just do weed right you know? and that's and i and i felt like well, no, i'm not shoving needles in my arm he, i'm not what, what he's saying though is that he he's he stopped smoking weed too yeah Today, did, did you today? Wow. today? Today's the first day. Oh, wow, yeah, it's well, crazy. What he's well, saying is this that like help you the get weed. A little motivation. Well, that's what I was yeah. feeling. He's the, the smoking the weed part that's is over. becoming unmanageable. Oh wow! Yeah. And now he's he, that's one of the reasons. Bro, I'm waking up, rolling up, just you know what I mean. Just yeah. it's not, it, it's not for how I was using. Hey, I was you know, forever. It's funny because like it's that Mod, time, Mod's son too. Like this guy, this this he he's a. He's like, you know Mod Son? He's like a rapper artist dude who like got sober but like was starting to smoke weed. And I, I could just tell. I was like, bro, like I, I shot his last couple music videos and it was like. Oh, wait. I know you're talking about now. Like, just click. Yeah. Avril, he, he just did a song with Al- Avril Lavigne. He hangs yeah. with Machine Gun Kelly a lot. He's got like green hair. Yep. I know Mod Son. He's like a rapper. He's <coughs> dope. But now he's fucking all the way sober. And I want to have him come by because, like, he the weed. I when I was with him, I was like, "Bro, you don't ever stop smoking weed. Like, you're not like. (laughs) It's just all the time. It's like, how do you? um, It's, and I feel like, yeah, it took you a couple years, yeah, to finally be like, yo, I need to clear it up. That's dope. I don't know how people can function on weed, man. I smoke weed and I just get sleepy. You know, right, I have that thing where I just oh, yeah, I do it for fucking do it every day for a year. Yeah, it just doesn't even really. Yeah. And that's another thing is like I'm 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 over here feeling like like I feel great. I haven't yeah. smoked today and I feel great. Uh, you know, no I, I took yet nothing. You think it's the ritual? Yeah, probably. Yeah. To be fucking honest, with roll you, up some tobacco, bro. Well, that's what I was thinking is um is I because I like CBD because it's not psychoactive, but a mm. pure pure CBD. I think that's what I'm going to get. Yeah. And I, I probably end up starting my own company or something. Who yeah. knows? But <laughs> nice. you know what I mean? Cause I, I, it is that ritual, that whole, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I don't want to start smoking cigarettes again. Cause I quit that too. Mm. So, but if I have my, 
if I had my cannabis that was CBD, that'd be good. Yeah. And it, that's medicine, too, and it has amazing properties in it, man. It's phenomenal. You don't need the psychoactive property. You don't need the... You don't need the to yeah. get stoned, well, they say man. Maybe like you need a little of both cannabinoid, the cannabinoids and cannabinoids and the. There you go. But it's so weird right now, and this is all new. It's so slippery. Like we got a hold of some CBD that we thought was, you know, okay, and right. it wasn't. But I don't believe any of that shit. Okay, I'm a fucking stoner from to the bone. But weed is a drug. THC is a drug. I don't think it's a ritual. I think it's a fucking drug, and you fucking use it, and you can be addicted to it. I'm sorry that I mean. But so, if, but 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 I, I've smoked CBD. It doesn't do a damn thing. No, not CBD. If it's real CBD yeah, with doesn't. no THC in it, right? But if, if it, it is the ritual part, then like it'll. I meant by by, by a ritual. I meant by what something that keeps you addicted to the the ritual, the habit. Like for me, like registering. Oh, bro, is like the like I, I don't even know. It's like half of it. It's like the whole poking right. yourself and registering and yep. finding an a vein. Like you know, the ritual of smoking it, rolling it up, waking up, right. knowing that it's there. Same yeah. thing with me with just even beer. Like no, if I know I have a beer at home, you know, like that's right. the thing. So. I, I just wasn't admitting to myself that I was, a, you know, to my innermost self, as they say, that I was an alcoholic. You right. know, I always thought it was just crystal meth. Right? And, and, and like, what is right. what is alcoholism? It's a physical allergy. Once I start, once I in, once I do the thing, I just can't stop doing the thing. It's a physical allergy right. and the mental obsession. And the mental obsession tells me that I can do the thing normally. So like when I'm, but as soon as I do it, the physical allergy kicks in. And then when I don't have it, the mental obsession kicks in. It's a fucking, it's a nightmare, you know? And then I, I don't know if you've, if you experienced that with weed, but it's like, once you start smoking, you're just, you're smoking all fucking day, all the time. So doing this, are you kind of like, I don't want to say hypocrite, but you've been back in the, uh, hemp that they call it cannabis yeah. movement. Yep. Big time and endorsing and all this sort Absolutely, of stuff, right? Yeah, big time. So now you getting off it is kind of a, a an an existential kind of like crisis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and it's hard. Even my manager today, he was like, he's like, SJ, can I say this in front of your son? And I'm like, oh wow, what's he gonna say to me? And I was like, yeah, it's my best friend. What's up? And he was like, I think you're afraid to let it go because it's your character. It's who you are. You're it's such a part of you. Mm -hmm. Like everybody knows sober junkie uses cannabis. Every, they all know that, you know, people sober junkie. Hey, you know, and I go to all the cannabis shows I performed. They were booking me for everything That's how I started doing shows and, and, and I have a career. I, I didn't even know that. Like, yeah. I swear this is, this is so crazy, yeah. bro. How God works. Cause I swear, I feel like if I knew that I still would have fucked with you. But like the fact that you came here talking about like I'm good on the cannabis part is just like amazing. That's huge. That's yeah. like he's announced. He just announced that on my TikTok channel. That's crazy. It's real, man, and that holds me accountable. Yeah, but but at the same time, it's like even just you were you were honest. But it bro. is one day at a time. Yeah, like and, I'm and, not going to sit here and be like it's going to be perfect. And yeah. this is going to be a battle. This is going to be a fight for me. I know that. And it doesn't and like it's okay right now. But what's going to happen? And you know, it, a couple hours from now, it, what's going to happen a day from now? And, you know, I got to be ready for that. And the truth is, is it doesn't matter because you were honest just now and you're being honest right now. Absolutely. And like tomorrow when you, 
if you're struggling, you can be honest. I think, dude, I honestly, I, I'll, tell, I'll, tell, I'm gonna tell you right now, like this whole Cali sober thing is like a big deal right now. A lot of people are talking about it. And if I was you, I would just fully document my whole journey with the shit day one off camp. That's what I would do. And I would yeah, be talking sure. about how hard it is. And if you and fall, I, oh, document that and if too. You fall, that's part of it. Exactly. You know? That's learning to lose. It's like yeah. when everyone else is trying to be like, oh, wait, well, let me get 30 days before I announce it. It's like, dude. Other people are out there fucked up. They're struggling. They're not like, like when I have like a fight with my wife or if I have like a, a moment of like weakness or vulnerability, like I'm not only trying to present the good part of it. I'm like, right. yo, this is like, this is who I was. And then other people are like, oh shit, I was that, I'm that too. But I just didn't want to show anyone. And it's like, let's just show each other what we really are. And then we don't have to be so shame. The shame part is just killing everyone. And then it's right. contributing to the cancel culture because it's like everyone's presenting their perfect thing. And then as soon as you find a chink in their armor, they're canceled, canceled. It's like, bro, like who, who are you canceling? Like you do the same shit. We all do the same shit. So right. I'm out here just being like, right. I'm doing the shit. I'm canceling myself. Straight up. Go ahead. Try to cancel me. Like yeah. I have people really, we have some fucking serious <laughs> Real haters, yeah. You don't even understand, bro. Oh, I get some crazy ones, bro. No, I have women this who have dedicated, dedicated entire accounts. pages to, to to hating on me in this house, and Anyone they've done involved. research, screen wow. grab, PPP loans, Venmo account loans. Uh, somehow they got screenshots of me. Uh, conversations I've had with my partner Danielle. Um, uh, sober community, like Facebook communities, um, feeding these communities. Like I'm like the black sheep. I'm fucking the black sheep in the recovery industry period because I have a following and I'm like right. being honest about everything. And like, I'm like, got like tattoos. Right. I'm like no, play I, with only yeah, fans. Like real. I'm like, not like the right. normal sober guy, but I'm like the fucking sober guy. That part. But over here, I'm like a little crazy. I'm like right. wild. I'm like I'm not perfect, and I'm like yo, which is great. Learning to lose, baby. Yeah, like who who <laughs> forgot? It, oh, bro. you forgot you were a junkie. Oh, you got a house now, and you got three rehabs, and you're making millions, but you forgot you were a fucking junkie. Right. You're not better than any of the people in your house. Come on. Like let's just be. Come on. Let's just be like addicts. Right. I just want to talk to other addicts in their disease and let them know there's a way out. They started a Facebook ethics page with 5,000 people working in the industry that's just like devoted to hating on Pat. Well, no, and no. These, and these this, like, was an ex this was a page that already existed, but now they become completely obsessed with Graceland. This is the loudest, most trend. Like this is, there's never been like a sober living that was like popular. No, then this is huge, bro. Yeah. And I'll be I'll be honest, like I started watching it, I really enjoy it, bro. Oh, thanks. And I'm gonna tell you right now that But what, what did you watch? What do well, you see watching? I watched the pilot first and then I, I don't know why I went to episode two. Oh. And I start episode two and I'm like, yo, but the pilot is what got me, bro. Yeah. But but and, and then watching you how how real it is, bro. And then when you like you broke down, bro, you had that moment mm. and you let that be seen, bro. Like oh. you're being open and I had that same situation and yeah. I'm like, what? Because I get caught up in the moment, and it's the ego thing we were talking about. But I just, just a little bit, like, and I've and I've actually sent it to a bunch of people, and my people, like on the reservations, like, yo, I'm about to go speak here. Check this out. Mm. You know, I, I sent it to a chief and some other my boys, and uh, they were like, man, 
that looks legit, bro. Wow. How did they feel about the cannabis? I'm like, why? I guess they don't trip. I don't know. I, I don't trip on anything. No, because you're so real. You said something in that one of the episodes. You said something, or it might even have been a TikTok. Because I, I rock with you tough on TikTok. Uh huh. But you were like, you just, I don't judge nobody. Do, yeah. Work you, work you, do you, be yeah. you. I'm not going to say nothing. But I'm sober. I'm doing me, and this is me. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's attraction, not promotion, right? Well, my wife smokes every day. Right. And that's part of why we blew up because she's like getting high every day and I'm like dead ass sober and I'm fine with it. Your pet pulled me up the street, man. I can vouch for this guy 100%. And we used to butt heads too with my crazy. Oh, I feel his energy, yeah, he's bro. Been, he's just been like, <laughs> he was trying to reach me through the, through the fog and the mist when I was shooting crystal meth and drinking. I was drinking the first time I met him. But like, he was always kind to me. The sober know? thing is like, for me, it's like, okay, cool. We're sober, whatever. Like I'm looking like further ahead into like this whole cancel culture thing. And like, yeah. just like the internet and people just being fake. And that's like what I'm really wanting to focus more on with the podcast and with gotcha. what I'm doing with my wife and like just this people using social media to like combat cancel culture. And it's like hard because you're if you're not willing to look bad then like i don't know if you can really help people well i think you, you know it's I like think a weird only thing. the truth is gonna work and the truth yeah. isn't pretty it's everything it's yeah really like a lot there's a lot of like inspire inspirational dudes out there like like gary v or like jordan Pe but see the thing about jordan peterson though it's dope is that he he has looked bad a few times but you know joe rogan uh to, to, um, Tony fucking I know what you're talking about um, Just funny. all the inspirational people Tony the guy with the voice the Yeah people. like I, I never I I've think Tony never <laughs> I've never once Fictional seen character. them Come out and be like Yo like today I'm fucked up Like why not Like oh, oh okay So you're inspiring me But I have this idea in my head that you're perfect Right. So how am I ever going to fucking be so that? I, and that's what AA taught me was like, cause I'm oh, not perfect. And if you're perfect, how can I ever get to perfect? If you were never broken like me yeah, or right. you don't go through things or you don't stress out, But I'm not even so much tripping on the, like I was broken thing. I'm like, I'm still broken. Yeah. Even though I'm happy and I love life and I'm getting through it. Like I don't have it figured out. Everyone wants to pretend like they got it figured out, but nobody really does. There's no way, bro. And that's okay. <laughs> and that's yeah. okay. So that's kind of the the mission behind my thing. This is an extension of that. But uh, the main thing is like learning to lose. Do you know uh, Nate Bear, the musician? Well, that sounds familiar too. You keep saying people that I'm like, it's like, ding. He yeah. introduced me. I, I like, I really like some of his stuff. I mean, really you be, if I'm being totally honest, like. After I had 11 years sober, I went to Costa Rica and I did ayahuasca with my wife. Right. It wasn't like a planned thing. I got there and I realized that's what was going on. And I'm like, I called my sponsor and I'm like, and you know what? My sponsor like, was an idiot and didn't say no. Yeah, I, that's so funny. I just said I called my sponsor and I didn't even think like, because I have a few now, but like right. he was my one then. And he was like, I would probably, because he's like a plant guy. That's what he does. He's like a, and I fucking, they played that song. It's insane, bro. This guy's I didn't say yes So either. since we're doing all this, all this talking, see, it's kind of crazy. You didn't say yes. I didn't say yes or no. I said talk to God about it and and yeah. like really get honest and, and see. And see, that's see, I like that you said that too because I do feel I don't 
certain things in certain circumstances and certain situations like the medicine because that's my culture, you know, and, you know, the long house, sweat house, all of that, you know, it's important. But I feel, you know, my wife and I had done DMT together and it was a it was very short and over. It wasn't getting high. I didn't get high at all. Mm -hmm. But I, with all my heart, believed that I, I was with God. Was it an amazing experience? It was the most beautiful thing that I've ever experienced in my life. Wow. See, I've never done DMT. And see, but here's the thing. How it happened, it, it came to me. It wasn't even a thing where, and it it has changed me a lot. How do you mean it came to you? What do you mean? So I just met, I met somebody that it was through my wife at work at her job. And it was a friend of hers who was, who was a shaman. And he made it himself. It was very special. And he was talking to her all about it. And she was talking to me about it. And Was it the toad? Um, no, this was extracted from, um, yeah. And it's, but it was um, extracted from a tree bark. It's a certain oh. tree bark. Oh, wow. But it, it, and, and I, and we smoked it and it's, and this weird looking thing. At first I was like, I can't, I can't hit that. Cause it looked too, it was a bubble. It was a guppy. Okay. And I'm like, I was like, I, I can't do that, bro. I'm clean, bro. Like I used to shoot that stuff too. I used to shoot heroin. I said, I used to smoke. I, I can't do it. So I stayed away for a minute. And then I was just like, I kept feeling it, like knocking at the door, popping up in my head, popping up in my head. Out of a pookie? Yeah, but they make it like that kind of, but oh, it's wow. a, it's a weird, but it's like a, with water bong type style and but oh, there's okay. no water in it. And it's like, it, they, cause they have to, it's got a, um, what's the word? Not evaporate, but a vaporize. You got to vaporize it. Yeah. Yep. But this way it was, it, um, it was the most beautiful thing I've ever experienced. And even wow. my wife, like it, since that experience, even me and my wife have been so much more close. See, I would be down. I would be down. And I'm a little bit, even to this day, like like hallucinogenics and stuff. It's not a hallucinogenic, though. I swear it's so... It's a spiritual I can't, thing. It is so... Oh, no. You, you leave. You leave. You blast off. You leave this place. Did you, you see the aliens people talk about? They weren't aliens. Those are gods, man. Wow. That was God and, and whoever he's with. I don't so, know. Or her. I just know that it was multiple and they were around me and they were light. And I was on the the thing that I was sitting on. I had my arms back and my wife kept saying that I was saying, I just got to love myself. I just got to love myself. I just got to love over and over. I don't remember that part. Right. But wow. when I came out of it, I was crying. I was crying when I came out of it and I was just sitting there and it was because it was the most beautiful. I can't even explain. It's no, way I can even explain it. It's so but unexplainable, here's but I've thing. done acid. I've done shrooms. I've done all that stuff. And I, I mean, I went deep. But it was here, nothing like that. This is the important thing that I need to just say for the people in the house and for anyone listening is I don't, I would definitely not recommend doing any of that shit until you're fucking solid in your recovery and Absolutely. your sobriety. Like I'm talking years or ever. or ever. Like for me, it wasn't like, and I think like, like we've been talking about each person's experiences is, is their own. For me, what was shown to me was like, you're on a path. You're on the right path. You're good. Stay on that path. And I actually left the ceremony and didn't do the rest of the three days that I was supposed to do. Um, everyone has a different experience, but I had been at that point already in AA for like 10, 11 years and like sober and like, you know, doing the work. And it was like right. what I was with a lot of other like 
people who were actually really lost and I wasn't like, I went there with my wife when we were, we weren't, we were, we were healthy, we were happy. And we just went to Costa Rica for like a healthy thing. Right. So like, I think it was good for our relationship for her, for sure. Um, and, and, and for me too, a little bit about like not judging anyone or right. myself, I think right. that might've been that pro look, everything we do in life is a, is a step towards where we're going. So right. that was obviously a necessary step and I'm sure it had a big part to do with the whole learning to lose thing, like not judging. Cause like the level of like non judgment that I have for myself. And right. uh, I mean, could you imagine like, I don't know what you've seen, bro. But like I'm posting shit that's like I'm getting like so fucked up vulnerable sometimes that it's like I have trouble sleeping just because I'm like, damn, dude, I just said that. Like I just said like I saw my wife with another man type shit. Right. And I'm You're talking still about that doing shit. That or is this older stuff? Just like when I said it. Okay. You know, and like this kind of shit we talk about, me and her, and the kind of shit we expose, it's like nobody's even coming close to to, to doing that level of because, okay. because the truth is, is that I don't judge us and we're human. And I think everyone else has their, like, like if you're going to sit here and say that you don't like fight, like have like gnarly fights with your wife, yeah. either, oh, either you're like not normal right, or you got like some gnarly skeletons in the closet or you're just shoving it all down or whatever. Like, to be honest, I don't even care. Like I do. And right. I'm not trip. I mean, like not so much. Like right now, like we're pretty good right now, but like something will probably come up. That's eventually. life, bro. That's life. And it's okay. Can like I you ask... move through it and you get through it and you get closer after it, you know? Can I ask you a question though? So you and Veronica did it together, yeah? The ayahuasca. Yeah. And so was there any kind of like between you two, anything that happened oh, from it? Oh, for sure, bro. Yeah. She, she was like, she was like looking at me on some like understanding me. And my journey and on a, on a level she never has before, like my, um, cause she's like kind of a cold, like Russian, like independent, you know, V I, yeah. I mean, this is for you guys, but she kind of softened up a little bit and was like, Oh shit. Like he really loves me. Cause I'm like just letting her be her. Mm -hmm. That was a part of the. Wow. Her, and she started crying about makes me want to cry a little bit because i like let her just do like she was sober for five years when i first got sober like fully and then she started drinking a little bit and then turns out she's like a cannabis a huge she's like a huge cannabis advocate she smokes weed all the time and i just like let her be her and then I, 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 I'm me. And then like, I think that's when you have the most the best relationships is when you're like in acceptance of like which is kind of a trip. It's a, it, you need to have like that. Like you said, it's all about self love. If you Absolutely. love yourself, you can let other people be themselves, but you mm. got to really love yourself. Yeah. And if you don't, you're like constantly trying to fix everyone and change everyone yep. around you. Cause you're reflecting. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Mm. But like, don't, I mean, if you're sober, like, don't like do ayahuasca or DMT. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. and if you, if you're like thinking about it, like you really, <laughs> really, really got to check your intentions. Yeah. Absolutely. Like this dudes, like these dudes, like I already know they're thinking about it. I'm not trying to get fucked up though. Like I, I see, but your intentions. Yeah. But you're not ready, bro. I don't think I could ever do like you, you're just, you're just nowhere near ready. No, I know. I know. And, 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 
And it's not until you're like, I don't even, it's not until you're at a place where you're like not thinking about it. That's when you can be like, oh, maybe I should. Like I went there like not even, and if I'm lying to myself and God, then like, I'm not going to make it. Like that was my truth. I didn't, I wasn't trying to do that when I got there. I knew that it was something that they like did, but I didn't realize the whole thing was about that. Right. And then when I got there, like there were some sober people the, the dude who started, it was like a sober guy. It's this place called Rhythmia mm. in Costa Rica. And that guy, like he's one of the guys who like started either promises or passages or one of these fucking, he's like a sober guy who like found that. And like, that's what he does now. So it was presented to me at the time, like as like a thing that sober people can do to like level up. Right. And then I was shown the truth, which is that like, being sober in AA is is well, the uh, is the highest level. The truth for you, because we know a couple of people are in the church and they're doing their ceremonies and whatever. Yeah, and, but and I, we respect that. Yeah, but if you ask them what saved their life and what's continuing oh, yeah. to treat for their sure. disease, it's AA and sobriety. Because yeah. that's the thing you do every day. So like yeah. you had a spiritual awakening, right? Right on. Good for you. But now you got to live day to day, and you're not right. going to be doing that shit every day. So right. you can take that with you forever, but like the tools are like what we learn in AA, which is like accountability, like what's my part, where do I own amends, living a life of rigorous honesty and humility and service. Yeah. That's how we stay sober. And I would and I, suggest, I don't know how open-minded you are, but you should probably take our numbers and maybe even check out MA meeting or any kind of 12 yeah. step over where you live. Absolutely. That's what you might up. find yourself Absolutely. tripping, you know? Bro, and I've been thinking about I've been thinking about meetings lately so much, bro. <laughs> it's crazy. Oh yeah. It's I'm telling you, man, it's cuz I I've never been able to finish my steps. Yeah. And I I want to do the steps. I want to yeah. work them, man, because I know they work if you work them. That's and an- I see it work. That's another thing he said, which is what I wanted you to come down was he said he got to his fourth step and he started getting real uncomfortable. Yeah, me too. I got well. I got through my fourth. I got to my eighth, and I was just like getting ready to make amends. Caleb too started freaking out about the amends, man. I'm looking. Well, the mm-hmm. eighth is essentially just a list of all the people that I had wronged on my fourth, right? And I'm like looking, like damn, like this, this guy, that girl, mm. you know, I took her virginity, didn't call her, you know, like what, like this horrible, shameful shit that like going back years, right? You know, I worked at a liquor. That store. thing hurts. Just like oh my god, <laughs> going through. Just thinking about like, and also yeah. thinking about how I, who I was when I, when I wronged all those people, you know, right. just grimy, living in a tent, like just the stuff we do, you know. And um, but I we, we started can't. thinking. It planted a seed in my head that I, that I couldn't go through it, you know. And then the, I sort of started distancing myself from calling my sponsor. I stopped praying in the morning. I started having the cigarette and the coffee first, making right. making me first. Um, started keeping little secrets. I had a bottle of poppers. You know, you know about poppers. Yeah. I had it in my jacket pocket, that I, and you know, I was huffing that, watching porn, and just like, just I stopped doing what I did in the beginning, which was pray in the morning, meditate, call the sponsor every day, be be as honest as I could with Pat and everybody, and I started keeping these little secrets, you know. Right. And uh, the secrets got me sick, man. They got me sick, and to the point where I, you know, after work I drank, right. and then for me, I started thinking about crystal method, and I knew. Well, right. see, I knew. I knew, and that's what he was saying when I told you I can't drink a beer because that's I'm going straight there. Mm-hmm. I drink a beer, then I want another one. Let's get something else, and then I want to go hard. Yeah, because mm-hmm. this ain't doing it. I don't want this no more. I want to go all in now. Mm. So when Pat asked me about the cop list, I I didn't want to do it because I knew I was going to lose everything. I was going to lose my little time that I had lying about. 
you know, because I really love those 90 days. I love that right. chip. I, people were nice to me. People were like, you're doing so good. But they're, they're going to be even nicer to you, bro. Because like, like being honest about like having a relapse and being able to get honest about it. And like, and yeah, everyone's still going to be nice to you, you know? There's yeah. so much power in truth. Yeah. That's mm -hmm. one thing I've learned. Yeah. There's so much power in truth. Yeah. Like it may look like you're digging a hole. You're digging yourself a grave with the truth. Me and Pat, that's what the podcast is about, basically, is like the truth will come out and it will rise. Yeah. I think there's the public self and then there's the private self. And yeah. I think what Pat's what Pat's doing is exposing the private, private self, self. Yeah. as the public self. Yeah. And people are freaking out about it because I think subconsciously they're projecting like their well, own they're, fears. Also, they're not used to seeing it. So they, 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 they – it's weird when people use shit you posted – against you like look at he did this i'm like bitch i posted that <laughs> that was crazy but 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 they don't ever see that so they can't they can't even believe that like somebody online would do that that they have to they have to demonize it we well, call it the cat it's lady. a weird it's like a the weird thing this book i've been listening to let me just say this for one second for one you already said it what they're seeing is only a reflection of themselves. They don't even see you. They see a reflection of themselves. That's what we all do. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so they're thinking, oh, he must be <laughs> So whatever as you're saying is, is hitting some shit with them. 100%. Or else they wouldn't even trip. But the thing is that book said today, I wonder if I can remember this. Oh, I wrote it down, but it's in the car. What book? A Course in Miracles. Yeah, he's been going in on this book, dude. Dude, it's basically it's it. That's it. It's distilled <laughs> down. It's been written really? what fifty years so, ago. So, it's already there. So Maybe I bought, mom is into that stuff. She's. I bought to, like all these really? books. Yeah, right? she's into You're that. not. You wouldn't disagree with it if you listened to it. I bought C.S. Lewis like on 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 Audible. You can buy the books. Yeah. Oh, you can listen to them. Right. It said people are not there for you to hurt yourself through. Basically, what it's saying. Oh is you got to take responsibility for yourself. And I just love that. Because if you don't do that, you're going nowhere. All you have is revenge, anger. Hold people are not there for you to hurt yourself? God did not put people there for you to hurt yourself through. That's you, deep. You don't get it? Yeah, that's deep. No, I just, I, I just <laughs> I, I, know I just, that she called herself channeling this Abraham spirit. And that's where I'm like, all right. I'm well, well, hold on. I'm Catholic. But Billy's going to – we're going we're gonna to unpack that. Well – if you don't take responsibility of the individual, you can't grow. There's nowhere to start from. There's All there is is revenge, anger, hatred, frustration. But if you take responsibility, then you can actually do something because it's up to you to do it, right? And that's what the steps are all about, yeah. finding your part and only your part. But Bro, the I way just posted he said that it. Today. It's so funny. He said, I said, own your shit. Yeah. Own your shit. Don't blame nobody. Just own your shit. Yeah. And then make amends for it. And and right, like we, we've, then some of us amends. had some fucked up childhoods and all kinds of shit and, you know, but blaming is not going to get you anywhere. The yeah. only way you're going to get anywhere is I'm here now and I have to do whatever it is. Me and my creator, I don't know how you feel about God and all yeah, that. Yeah, no, creator, absolutely. I love God. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely. Or else you just you're not going anywhere. All you're gonna do is go online and hate on people and troll them and shit oh, because you can't look at yeah. yourself. Yeah. Or you're gonna be beat free. somebody up. Or you're gonna shoot somebody. You're gonna rob somebody. You're so gonna hurt yourself. Do you get a lot of like negativity? Yeah. TikTok just now though, man. TikTok during Instagram, all love. Yeah. 
That's so, all so, of. So here's the thing. I'm dude. just like, man. I had my daughter went in. You can type certain words to where those comments won't come up. Yeah, yeah. I just did that. My biggest one is that I'm six nines dad. Okay. And then I'm a piece of shit. Wow. And then I'm I'm a drug addict. You're a drug addict. You smoke. Yeah, he, you're he, a piece he, of shit junkie still. He, he and I was use, like, he could use it. He could use that poor kid. Like I feel you, bad man. for that kid, dude. That kid, I, I, you know what? Everybody, they hated on him. He, he snitched. Da, 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 da. Okay, first of all, check it out. He wasn't no real gangster. He just wanted love. Yeah. He just wanted freaking love, man. He just wanted to be accepted so bad. And he got in position, and they utilized him. They used him. They did him dirty. They did what they did to him. And then you expect this kid not to roll over on you after you just did everything you did to him? That's... He's not a gangster that grew up with y'all. He don't know y'all like that. And besides that, everybody Poor fucking kid. rolls over. You put their life on the line. Ninety-eight percent are going to roll. It, it happens in gangs, gangs, well, may, may, everything. Maybe, maybe not. But I, I got to be honest with you. Like I got nothing but love for him, and um, I feel bad. And I, I'm not saying he's a good dude or anything. But like I have a weak, I have a soft spot for for people like him. Like just loud. Like fuck it, I'm doing me, and I'm gonna win. Like he's the most punk rock dude. No, like, he is, bro. That that there is right now. No, he and is because he's and, laughing at people and he's he's winning all the way to the bank right now. <laughs> and, like, right, 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 right. and and to be honest, like when I butt, when I butt. see him, like oh, what's like every single thing he post. Like you want to talk about like entertainment? Yeah, there's nobody else. I don't give a fuck what anyone's doing. I'm watching him, right? And I don't know if he's happy. I, I would love to see him like take a turn and like re- redeem have some redemption and maybe like own his shit. That would be dope. But like, is somebody going to take him out at some point though? Or is that not a thing? He's got too much of a bright light on him. I mean, I'm sure I think if someone takes him out, it'll be somebody that's a nobody that just does it because they could do it. Mm -hmm. I don't see any real wise guys putting a hit on him because he's, he's, too in the spotlight, get wrapped up too fast. Yeah. But I mean, bro, but like, look, like, you know, yeah, people want to fucking kill him, but like John Lennon got killed too. Mm, like right. I don't know, it's just mm-hmm. I just I just like th- this this what? last post he did. He ran out in this neon. You follow him? No, dude, you should start following. Well, I was just gonna. T- I have a crazy. I have a crazy. I have this dream, and it just came to me what it was. I was. I've always been afraid that I'm gonna get shot by a junkie. Mad that I got out because I had in the beginning a bunch of dudes that I was homeless with, shooting dope with, running amok with, doing all that. Like, oh, we piece of shit. You ain't shit, bro. You'll never be shit. Da, 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 yeah. da. You're a junkie fool. Just own it. You'll relapse. You probably already relapsed. Da, da, da. And just, just angry and just, just and negative. So I, I had this dream. This dude runs up and, sh- and shot me. And I'm like, I can't really see the dude. But in my heart, I was like, I feel like it's this junkie. And then my boy was like, bro, that's you. Mm, damn. That's you. And I was just like, damn. And I and I looked at it like that, like, well, maybe that is me. Yeah, Carl Young talks about the shadow self, the, the shadow self. In yeah, dreams. dreams work like that sometimes, <clears throat> huh? Bro, and, and it's just like, but what you said about him, that's I'm going to start following him. Um, and I like that you didn't, everybody wants to just hate on this fool. And, and for me, like, as soon as everyone. That's the easy road. As soon as everyone's hating on a person, I that person just becomes, like, my favorite person. That part. We just thought everybody know, hated Peterson. Like, Remember that? And the, oh, there was, like, yeah, this, for yeah. sure. And then, and, then he, and then he got out there with, like, the best of the best apologists for, like, the other side. Yeah. And just 
his logic and reasoning just triumphed like everything from like do women make more money than men like cancel culture to like you know George lgbtq no, that's all i was asking oh yeah, man he's next level i'll send you we, so he was a professor but you should listen to his old stuff before yeah. all this shit went down he was just a professor plus that, like six nine like like i i can't think of a new artist as far as like the sound of the beats and the way he raps i like that yeah, it's you, like even that I East like Coast it. I don't like fucking, anything. It's East Coast aggressive. It's like mosh pit. I don't know. It's just like you listen. Have you listened to any of it? Just the old stuff. I mean, the old stuff is banging. Yeah, yeah no, he has some cool. But you know what, bro? I'm stuck in old rock and roll. Yeah, me too. Oh, I'm I don't a classic like, rock junkie. Don't get me wrong, bro. Zeppelin, all that. I'm listening yeah. to fucking Black really, Sabbath I heard a only bit right now. Stuff. I don't listen to any of this shit. But Black I'm Sabbath. Saying, yeah, I'm, but what I'm saying though is. I pay attention to what's happening. I haven't really gotten into anything new except for like maybe like Bleachers or like Fun or The Strokes or Vampire Weekend. Like I like right. the new rock shit. Um, Father John Misty. Yeah. I don't really like the new rap shit. But like out of all of it, if I had to pick one artist that I would like actually enjoy listening to his shit, it would probably be 6 9 Because it just goes fucking hard. And, and his voice is just like blah, blah, blah. it's just and, like crazy. And, and I just want to bring this up before we move on. Is like we just talked about it in the meeting we had before. Too bad you weren't there, man. That would have been cool. Yeah, I know. He tried. Uh, I oh, tried. really? He tried. Um, <laughs> Shane brought it up. Is is hate is just so easy? It's just the easy yeah, way out. Yeah, yeah. And. And it's bandwagon. We all don't like this person, then we all don't like that person. Right. It's high school. Yeah. It's high school all over again. You know what I'm saying? It, it and it's it's crazy, man. But you're right. You know, he's I I, I kind of like the kid now too, bro. Right. And if you're talking about him now, it's just kind of making me think cuz I haven't he just hasn't been on my radar. You know? <sighs> this just dude, the bad stuff. I'm this, just being called. Is this a, is this 69's dad or they'll be saying, you know, shit like that and just but the negative stuff too, man, is or they they were calling me Caitlyn Jenner. I'm oh, like, wow. and then my okay, dad. Okay, but hold up. These are just like surface level. They're just taking shots at like. Are you ready for this? At your look. But are you ready for this? Yeah. My dad is transgender. My biological father. So when that happened, and I grew up in West Hollywood, my dad was trying to make it be a star. He wanted to be a star, and he was a drag queen. And and I had two dads. I grew up in West Hollywood, man. I went to Rosewood Elementary. Mm. and so it, it struck a nerve mm. and i've never spoke about my dad openly ever ever till tiktok and they they hit me with that and i said you know what i said hold on a minute i just happened to see the comment because they're you know how they go on tiktok it's just crazy <laughs> and i'm like uh i said hold on a minute you know what i wasn't gonna say this yet but said, i'm talking about my pops for a minute I said, my dad is transgender. Uh, I said, so you want to go knock people, knock people down? I said, ain't nothing wrong with that. Uh, I said, to each his own. I said, yeah. Who are, whoever we are, we are. Just be you. That's, I said, you're not insulting me by calling me that, but you did hurt my feelings because my dad, I was there when my dad got beat up in front of me as a kid. You know, skinhead stomped my dad out in front of Mayfair Market because he had me. Because he had me. Yeah, that's, you know, gay that's, bashing. I remember the gay bashing. My dad's friends would come over and they were beat up and I'd just be like, what happened? And my dad would explain to me like, well, they got beat up. And I'm like, why? Well, because they're gay. And I'd be like, what do you mean? What does that even mean? Right. You know? And that's, so, that's the sober junkie post I'm talking about. 
Like that's what's up. Like you getting honest and vulnerable. Like that that post probably did good, no? I have to pee really bad. Yes, I did. You first me okay. me said that, did right that one crush it. Oh bro, it was alive, it went crazy. Yeah. Crazy. And but you, it's that real. And you probably didn't even think like Oh no, it was bro, it was just reaction. Yeah. Boom, 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 boom. And I'll be honest, if I would have thought about it, yeah. I probably wouldn't have said it. But I'm Don't. so glad I did though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? I'm running to the bathroom. Yeah, go ahead, dude. Where's that? Right there. It's right there. Yeah, I kind of went. I went earlier and kept listening while I was going. Yeah, it's cool when like a dude like this like actually can like listen. Mm. Like that's what I like about him. Yeah, because the other ones were just wouldn't shut up. Yeah, he like he seems like he he might be the kind of guy who will just talk and talk and talk and talk and mm-hmm. talk and not care about what you're actually saying. And a lot of people are that way. And it's always cool when you get a guy that's like got this kind of personality and charisma and has been through what he's been through, but also is able to like actually listen. Listening's yeah. huge. And hear like what you said about. You can't like, have a conversation if you don't listen. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> you can be guilty of that. Well, I mean, look, <laughs> my and my excuse is like it's my podcast, so I can I get to try to steer it. In yeah. the direction I think it needs to go in. I've like, been good tonight. Really good. Are you yeah. tired? No, I'm just, I'm just, I've been, there's a new Johnny that's happening mm. where I don't need to, there's the nothing fake in it. And also he's, I've like, been honest. But like he's on the table, bro. Yeah. He's on, he's got a hundred thousand words. He's on reflection. Going deep fishing and writing Moby Dick. He has nothing to, to, to do except for be in the house. What's your chore right now? Oh God, I've got a bunch of chores. I've got to do both bathrooms. Before 10 a.m. and have them checked off, and then I've got the hallway, the stairs, and bedroom too. And then every day, words. and, and then, then your and words. Then words, yeah. And, and then every everything else too. That you know. but like, it's not. It's manageable, you know. And, and then and as then long you're as you don't think about it. Paint the wall and, yeah. and, and and clean the ceilings. Get some credits. But you know, when you got to write a hundred thousand words, and that's a small novel. I, everything that I would have had to talk about, where I, this pressing issue. It's I put it. It's all coming out on paper, so I don't have the need to talk over anybody mm. or to get attention or anything. So there is. I feel like getting butt naked, honest about just the, the embarrassing, slimy shit that I did in my recovery. Now it's allowing me to actually recover. Come you on, know? come on. Now I don't need to be, you know, putting out this this little facade of who I want you to think I am. Right. Yeah, I could just be me. Yeah. Yeah. Cause, cause and that's, that's really freeing. Man. Cause me and Johnny are, are, are attention seekers and we need validate. We, I need more validation. I know that you, I already, <laughs> I already was going to throw you in there. Like we need more validation than the whole world could ever provide. I remember like doing shows and like, Literally, like, you know, we uh, we did our thing, dude. Like, we, we put out three albums. We toured. We had a fucking solid fan base. Signing autographs. Like, doing the thing. And it just was, like, not even... It was never enough. You know? And I would always focus on the... All in sobriety, too, by the way. Right. Yeah, That's I have dope. 16 years sober. And then... Uh, so dope, bro. Yeah. Pretty cool, so dope, bro. Great by the grace of God, right? When I saw your TikTok, did I just interrupt? Amen. No, but I'm just saying it's never all the validation. It's never enough. So now I'm back to where I started. Sober living, 
around other newly sober addicts, and this is I feel the most filled. Well, bro, you're saving lives, Bubba. Yeah, but God's like, using you. It's God, right? But it's I feel like you're a special entity, bro. You know what I'm saying? And like this house, I heard someone say earlier how lucky we are to be here. Yeah, Carter. to be chosen by God to be here. That was beautiful, man. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, and he's taking all walks of life here too, which you don't get at the fancy places. That like, part. So, like, he brought in a homeless guy from Venice Beach. He was a trip. We had another kid who's sort of like autistic. We had a you know another kid with like learning disabilities. Right. It's just, and then he's like taking me, which is just I'm just mind boggling. Flew me out from Wisconsin. I was like living on an abandoned dairy farm, just writing him hate mail. And <laughs> some some females with like eating disorders and yeah. It's just we're dealing with all of it, and we're all like supporting each other and helping each other through all the different ways our disease shows up in there's our there's a life. collective right. consciousness to the house it's, it's an actual like organism so that's what i fucking that's cooler to me than right. like performing i'm sorry dude i want to like get into it with the with, and build these relationships and and like have conversations of depth and weight like i go to the promoter and it's like weather talk bottle service get Dude, I'm good. Right. I'm 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 like I'm good. I don't want to do that. What were you gonna say? I'm just gonna tell him something. Tell him. So I saw your TikTok, I don't know, maybe two weeks ago. Yeah. And I just want to be honest with you, my interpretation, which is only mine and who knows. Right. But it was the one where you said you're clean, right? And I'm like, Oh yeah, okay, cool, right on. But then when you said cannabis, I thought, well, you're not clean, but right on, man. You're doing yeah, yeah, your yeah, thing. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. And now that you're trying to go for the whole thing, I think that's really what am I going to say? Like real and admirable and mm. fuck. Yeah. Thank you. I really appreciate and that. And I'm glad that your boy is like, got your back because yeah, I'm blessed man. Was he smoking like a lot? Maybe too much. You don't want to throw me under the bus. Look at him. <laughs> Not really, but before bed and every day for sure. Though. Yeah. So why did he you, just loves you no matter what did you, you got your own hat? Yeah. That's cool. Dude. Why did you care that he got, completely sober or I want want him to well I feel like it would help change his mindset a lot and help him focus on certain things more too because mm. you could talk freely he'd be at night time and he'd smoke his medicine and then he'd go out but like there sometimes be certain times where the family would want to hang out and he'd just be out in bed or something Mm-hmm. So it wasn't as present as you think he could be, I guess. And he was usually a lot on his phone when he was doing his medicine, doing business, and I really didn't have a lot of time to spend with him either. Mm. So that's why this trip meant a lot to me as well, because that means he got to come clean, and now he actually seemed completely clean, and we're going to be able to spend a lot more time together as a father and son, and it means a lot to me. Yeah, you're gonna choke me up, kid. That's a wow. dope. You got a dope. You're you're cool. You're a cool kid, man. That's amazing, dude. I and and that's the other thing about like my wife is, it, we're like less present. You know, like she gets high and it's cool. She she gets into a kind of a good mood, but like she's just not like I'm not with her. I'm not. Right. She's not on the same level I'm on, and I don't feel like she's as present. You know, part, man. So, and it's true because I'll be to where I'm feeling like I'm just medicating, and then I'm in I'm in the phone and I'm posting or I'm doing yeah, whatever. Yeah, but it's I'm super fi- fixated on it. You know, yeah. and he's like, "Hey, Dad, I want to show you something," and it might be just a trick on his tech deck because mm-hmm. he he 
killing it. He loves it. And I was like, I used to do that when I was a kid, tech mm-hmm. decking. And I won't pay attention to it. I'll be like, son, I'm working. Hold yeah, on. Yeah. I'm working. I'm, you know? And it's always this, this, you know, go. our lives are fast. Go, yeah. go, 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 go. <laughs> yeah. So without cannabis, it's going to free a lot of time up. Yeah. You know, it, it will. I, I need to, man. It, I was <laughs> pissing right now. And I'm like, holy shit, bro, this is it. You know who you remind me of? And I'm sorry to cut you off, but a young Steven Tyler. 100%. Yeah, Steven Tyler. With yeah, gold but teeth. dude, there's a lot in there, bro. Yeah, no, yeah. There, bro. There's a lot in there. There's like a broken, like Brad Pitt. Right. There's like a little Johnny Depp, a little fucking uh, James Dean. Yeah, there's a lot. A little of- Indian twit. Like, you're a tr- Like, I saw you. I was like, damn, this dude's like a trip. Like, loud. Like, but, but I think that. I would just encourage you to continue leaning into your truth and speaking to the phone. This is what I've found to be the best way to do it. Like I try to talk to my phone the way I would talk to like you right in front. Like I'm talking to you. I'm not like doing it like, well, I guess sometimes, especially for you, sometimes it's dope to ramp it up and sort of like be that guy, you know, but then there are other times where I'm just like, like I'm just pouring my heart out to like my best friend, one person, not 400,000, one person, right? Because that one, because talking to one person is how you're going to speak to each individual rather than, because sometimes if I look at it like, Oh, whoa, I'm talking to like 450,000 people. Um, I don't say it the way I would say it. If it was like the way I would say it to like my sponsor. Yeah. So sometimes I try to, and then after a while, it just becomes like second nature. I have a whole style. Like everyone that comes into the the learning to lose circle and the crew, I like. I tell them like, first of all, we don't film with this camera ever, okay? Because I don't want to see myself. I film with this camera always. Plus, it's a better camera. So the way we do content, dope, the way we do con, I don't know if you noticed that. Yeah. I don't know. No, if- I did notice. I was tripping on it. Like, and, cause, I was cause, like, he's wait a minute. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so, so when you're looking at yeah. me, cause I um, hate looking at my, that's another part. I always have my glasses on. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to look at myself. So when you're looking don't look at me, so I'm when like, you're talking to me, you look down at my phone and you see me. Yeah. And then when I'm talking to you, you're looking at me, I'm looking at you. Cause I don't want to see how I look. Right. I don't care. That's going to affect how I do my shit, bro. It's like the secret sauce to the whole learning to lose. And we got like Billy and Johnny and uh, Mikey and, and Wickham and Danielle and like all the people in the house. And like, everyone's like rocking the merch and we're all trying to, you know, push this movement forward, which is, um, and then we get like, you know, people sending us videos about their experience and how this message has helped them. And it's not just a sobriety thing. It's like, you know, Veronica, my wife has struggled with weight her whole life and she's like a thick kind of girl and she's like, you know, she's not like your fucking hourglass 18 year old Instagram model that's like perfect and like airbrushed and she's just like a girl, like a, she's being honest about her shit and her struggles and like, it's been like really cool to see it help a lot of people. And it's also like, in, it's insane that like we actually have a hot, I just wish we could like film more here, but that's just been like a weird, um, trying to tread lightly with that. Like Johnny's like journey has been like, like right. people know Johnny now people know this guy came in here with no money. 
lying about all kinds of shit, lying about the money he had. And I'm like, all right, dog, you're going to, I'm going to let you stay here because I see that you're willing, but like, we're going to document your journey. So people are like proud of Caleb. Dude, did I tell you Veronica went to New York and there was a girl there that was like, we're so proud of Caleb. Just some random chick. Like people like follow the whole story of each person in the house and everybody's probably got their person. Well, they, you know, we're not like there yet. You know, like it's not like a full on show quite it will. yet. It will be. We're getting there though. <laughs> Cause I can see that. Cause yeah. I, I see all the different energies in here and I'm just like, it's really cool, man. Yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. I want to ask Johnny a question. So now you're legit sober, right? How long? Uh, May 31st. So you think you're going to do this or what? So wait, why don't you like just say five days? Oh, cause I didn't know that. I didn't know what day it was. How many days you got? So what is today? The seventh, sixth, seven. So so basically seven days. You should start saying so, the but, days because I yeah. feel like you're you're saying the date because you're embarrassed of the amount of days. No, I'm not that deep. I just didn't know what day. It was. Okay, but start saying the days. Seven yeah. days. So that's like seven, seven days. real that's powerful, bro. Yeah, like that's seven real fucking days. I'm about to fight for that. Yeah. yeah. Like real oh, yeah. days, real honesty. And like, yeah, Johnny. So the thing about this house that's crazy is like, John, like we're trying to change behavior, the behavior that causes us to drink and use. And a lot of people have, you know, lying and attention seeking and manipulation and like the way the house is structured, it's set up so that like this type of shit will float and we'll be able to see it and attack it. And then they write words for it. And then like maybe they get put on a verbal or a program. It's fucking gnarly. So like one of the things that Johnny, remember when I was talking to you about like not having the skid row thing, be a part of your story. Yeah. I do remember that. Like this guy is so amazing. He has so much potential. Um, and it's just like, sometimes we, like we use, we carry around this like baggage, right? That we think defines us jail, skid row, heroin, right? So, like, when I speak at meetings, like, I feel like I don't even talk a lot about that anymore. Right. I just get right into how I stay sober in the day I'm in and the life I'm trying to live today. I qualify real quick, but like, I don't need to get into all that. Like, we've all been. Right. I'm interested in your thing because the jail thing is a trip. And also, right. I'm sure you've been through some gnarly shit. But um, I, I don't know. I just, for some reason, I thought of that. And I, I feel like it kind of like coincided a little bit with like you not saying seven days. Oh. But I don't know. No, that, here, that was interesting. But that wasn't the thing. I just didn't know the days. Here's what I want to do. I want to get into psychology a little bit because I'm not quite, I don't quite understand. So like, and it. You know what it is a little bit too. You know how you called the house uh, an entity or a a unit. Oh, maybe you just said yeah, that. Yeah, like just said two collective or three consciousness. Ago. Yeah, there collective is a collective. Con- it's like a fucking organism. So, there is. so like a when thing. one person starts falling off, like we like suck them back up. Yeah, it's a trip. You know what I mean? His like, house really was, is a trip. He was like falling down, and we had to like have him write a cop list, and he got honest, and we pulled him back into the thing. And now he's like suffering the consequences, but but here's my question. So like I just I, I for one it feels a little weird because when you're here at that meeting, I only come once a week, and you share, and I feel like it's tainted a little bit. Like right. you know you you share your deep shit and your truth, but knowing that you were lying, 
And fucking drinking, dude. Because yeah. the risk of drinking is death. Not only that, no daughter, miser- maybe uh, not just death, but maybe you live a living death for 30 years and then you die. I mean, that's the actual risk. If yeah, any one I, of us I just didn't it. like feeling, Billy, is what happened. I just don't like feeling, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, I understand. But for you to be able to do that scares me a little bit. Well, I wasn't able to do it. It was eating me up inside, you know? So I was, because it was eating me up inside, I had to get honest. But That's I guess what it does is it breaks my trust in you a little bit. Cause yeah. I'm all I'm behind you, bro. I'm like there for you, but now my the chain is. Would you been, rather I didn't say I drank four times? Fuck in no, I want days? the truth. So I drank no, four times. But in this is the beginning days. of like the rest of your life being honest, and it's okay if you need to rebuild the trust with everyone. All I'm saying yeah. is I'm just you know telling I mean? the truth. It's just a little bit. It just, yeah, I'm ready. It's it's ready. rocked the boat a little bit. I'm like not quite, you know. <laughs> well, I, you know, I, and I want to know. I just you're want. I just want to be honest. That. Are you going to yeah. keep doing that? Are you going to? And stop? that's the thing. I about- can't say for sure. I just know that I got butt naked, honest. I put it all out there. I put all my shameful shit. You know, I, for there was a time I even quit watching porn. You know, and then what happened was I just slowly stopped praying in the morning. Stop meditating. Stop calling my sponsor. You mean while you're in the house? Yeah, in the house. And, and I was just burning out at work. And I came back and uh, I would come back from work to these groups. And I just had this reservation like, fuck, one day Jordan's not going to be there. I'll be at work. And I'm going to get that relief, man. I'm going to get to have that fucking drink. The relief. I still, I'm not going to slam crystal meth that. and I'm not going to be in a tent, wipe my ass with a sock. I'm just going to just drink a little bit. That's how it and starts. As soon as I drank, I was like, I need to get some crystal meth. Oh, then, but you? I had to come home. I had to come home to the sober living. Yeah, so I was yeah. sitting there at the table, like I wonder if brushing my teeth, seeing if nobody could smell me. And I got away with it, but I didn't get away with it. You know what I'm saying? I I, I didn't get away with it. Late night, I was looking. You'll at Never the get away with it. I was looking mm. at the ceiling, just thinking, like, "Fuck, man." There's everyone else talking about honesty and accountability, and I just took my chip for 90 days, and I'm thinking, like, "Fuck, dude, I've done this now. This is my fourth time doing this. I gotta get honest. I gotta stop doing this." Dude, and, and and yeah, today he's for real, and and but the thing about the structure is, is if he doesn't like act his way into right thinking, he'll end up doing the same shit he was doing, and that's the difference between this house. Is he's gonna write a hundred thousand words mm-hmm. and not talk to anyone for however long it takes for him to write that, and shit. that's gonna maybe change. Something. Yeah, yeah, and he's got doesn't have his phone. He got the job taken. There's gonna be consequences, so it's like. Yeah, the structure works. Like, so I went to a place like this a long time ago called Liberty House. <laughs> this actually all comes from like, have you heard of the Delano Street? Yeah, Delancey. Delancey. Yeah. Oh, wait, Delancey Street. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. Delano yep. Street. That's where you score. Yeah, Delancey Street. <laughs> I, I tried to go to Delancey Street back in the day before and not go to prison, but that was one person that didn't get accepted. Oh, really? Yeah. They do the Christmas trees, don't they? Yeah, they do a lot, but you got to be there for two years. Mm -hmm. So, like, this is a structure that's been happening for a long time at, like, different places. And Liberty House is one of those places, New Life. And I think from what I heard, it all started back from this one place that turned into a cult. It was called... um, Oh, man, I forget what it was called. That's comforting. Oh, bro, (laughs) this shit, dude, this fucking place was... It's called Synanon. Have you heard of Synanon? I've heard of that before, bro. Like they ended up like shaving their heads and like 
there was it was this crazy com- what they call a therapeutic community but the, the here's the thing about something like this is like you just got to be careful because sometimes especially when like the leader See, I don't even consider myself a leader. We have like a board and like I like to run my shit by Michaelis and J- Jason and, and, and Woody and Mikey. I want us all to have like a – I don't ever want shit to start getting in my head you know, because I'm an alcoholic. And so are these people that started these programs and these structures and you're dealing with vulnerable people. And so it can get to your head to become this like tyrannical cult leader. And that's what happened with the, with that place. But this structure has been passed down for long – 50 100 years i don't know maybe 50 i think 50 years it's been around for about 50 years and i've seen it turn people like it's really designed for like a tough hope to die kind of alcoholic that doesn't usually make it right this kind of gnarly shit but it also will benefit rudy she's a girl in the house who's you know not as gnarly as Johnny, but like she's going to learn a lot and she's going right. to come go out into the world with some claws and fangs, you know? That's right. Do you mind if I get into my little thing with him a little bit just so we can know a little bit more yeah. about him? Yeah, please. That cool? That's what he's here for. All right, for. so you, you grew up in West Hollywood. You were born in L.A. or what? So, no, I was born in Northern, Northern California, Merced, um, in second grade. My mom and dad divorced when I was younger. My dad told her, hey, I'm gay. And I, you know, it's, I tried, I, I wanted, I wanted to not be gay. I was trying hard not to be, but this is who I am. And, uh, they split up. I stayed with my mom. My dad had moved to San Francisco in second grade. My dad showed up to my school and he had told my mom, Hey, me and my lover, he has a great job in LA. I have money. I can take care of Mike way better than you can. I want to take him. I want to, I want to, I want to be his dad. I want to be there. So on and so forth. He's like, and if you don't, then I'll go through the court systems and I'll get them. And, um, so was, was your living situation not good at that time? Just my mom was poor. You know, we were poor, super poor and bouncing around to different aunties houses, living with these people, living with those people, you know? And, uh, she was like, so I'm going to take them. And I wanted to go with them because I, I wanted nothing more than to have a dad, Fuck yeah, you know? And I was like, yeah, let's let's go. And my mom was like, well, I'm coming with you. You know, I'll move across the street. I'll move down the street. I don't care, but I, I got to be by my baby. Mm-hmm. So we moved. I moved to Beachwood first. I lived on Beachwood. And they had a friend that was on, uh, that lived on Croft. And they said that I, so I could go to Rosewood. And then we moved to Sweetser. My dad ended up getting a show. I, don't, I can't remember the name of the place, but you'll know on Sunset with the Bowinkle and thing is right across the street. And then there's this little restaurant. Oh, the Roxy? Right right across from it. Oh, I know what you're talking about. He would They would play piano and he would sing all cover stuff, but that was like his, that was him like making it, you know? Oh, so he was a musician. He was a singer, poet. He actually wrote a poem about a little boy who passed away with AIDS when I was a kid. And I don't remember the poem and I, I wish I did, man, because it was so beautiful. He actually won an award. And uh, for that poem. So what what year was this that this was going on? This I was so second grade. It's like eighty six, eighty seven. Is that when the the oh, AIDS oh. pandemic or whatever yeah. you want to call it? Yeah, it was. Hitting? Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And so, and so I come to live with dad. My dad was the funnest dude ever. Uh-huh. Like he was off the hook. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I but he was a really bad alcoholic, really bad drug addict. Um, fighting with you know he he sat me down one time and was explaining it to me it was when he got beat up 
when they when I was like, well, what do you mean you're gay? And then my dad was like, well, let me break it down. You know, I love Coley. I was like, yeah, but I never seen like my dad ever kiss Coley. I never seen, you know, stuff that I even do with my wife. I'll walk by and smack my wife's butt. You know what I'm saying? For no reason. Everyone's home. I don't care. I just that's I don't even know why I do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but my dad never did stuff like that with Coley. They were very like and. Coley was so big on education and me learning and just all this. It was, I had a really good home. But then my dad started to, um, he had a mental breakdown. Like the drugs and the alcohol just kind of compiled. So I lived with my dad from second to fifth grade. And in that time, it was, I you know, one weekend it'd be great. We're going to see Cats, Les Mis, whatever. You know, it's great. And then one week it would be bad. My dad would be kind of losing it and be really upset. So by the time I turned 12, because he never really made it. He never made it, but he fought so hard. Okay, let me ask a couple of questions. Absolutely. So, Coley was with your dad for a long time? Yes, absolutely. So, is he, was he kind of close to you, too? That was my dad. That was, that was more of my father figure. My dad was my buddy. Mm. Coley, Coley raised me. Coley, and he was the moneymaker, too? Yep. So, he was kind of like the stability of the... Absolutely. I see. Interesting, because I could see a little West Hollywood in you. Like, you know, you know how he was saying all like you're a culmination of all these things. Right. Yeah. That's I lived cool. in West Hollywood just recently on Sunset and Martell. Yeah, and I was uh, on Sunset and Sweetser. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And uh, years ago, back when it was cheaper, now it's like <laughs> 2500 three grand. But I lived on a, a below Fountain on Olive. Nice. So not far from the comedy store. Yep. Yeah. That's nice, bro. Yeah, yeah I lost. I ended up losing everything, though. So, but that that happens. Yeah, but you got it. You about to get it all back, baby boy. Come on yeah, now. West Hollywood's mm -hmm. a trip, man. You can have a lot of, you know. Bro, I had my dad. My dad did hair, and he was phenomenal at hair. So we had everybody would come to. Our, he used to cut the Baldwin's hair, and they would come to our house on Beechwood. Not when we lived over on Sunset in Sweetser, but when we were on Beechwood. Up by Franklin. That yeah, over, right. This it's the street you take to go to the sign. I'm actually taking yeah, him there yeah, tomorrow. Yeah. I told Bear today, I was like, right son, you want to see where I grew yeah. up? <laughs> you want to go? He was like, yeah. I'm going to take him to Rosewood. I'm going to take him to the Beverly Center. Let him shop That's or whatever. a great neighborhood up there. Dude, I, I'm going to tell you right now, I would not be who I am if I wouldn't have had the life and the journey that I've had. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, all of it. Because as a straight man, I have love for the gay community, LBGTQ, however you say it now. I don't want to disrespect or yeah. anything. But um, I... I lived that life with my dad. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. I understood and I realized that we're just all people. At the end of the day, we're just all people. None of that matters. You know, and that was the biggest thing. And I, I like you said, I, I've got, I got my dad. I got, you know, I've, I have all these different things that make me who I am, but I really feel that's what it was. And then I got the gift of music, you know, and I didn't do it till I got clean. I always loved music. I always wanted to be a rapper, <laughs> but I, you know, getting clean, I found my music. I found my voice. So what were you? So this is the 80s, and then so you're 12 years old, and then your dad, what happened to your dad? So, we, so my dad had a nervous breakdown. We moved from, Coley got a job for Warner Brothers, working for Warner Brothers. So we moved to Burbank, and I was 12, and it was just bad. That was a real bad time. And a lot of it I kind of block out, I think, but that was when my dad was having a full-blown. And my mom was like, you're 12 now. You could go where you want. Like, by law, I think, I guess there's a law. The kid can choose at 12. She's like, do you want to come live with me in Los Banos, go back to Northern Cali? And I was like, yeah. And so then, but then I show up in Northern California, and I got a ducktail to my back. Both my ears are pierced. I got bleached hair. I'm wearing shorts down to here, 
beat up chucks. You know, these kids in Los Banos were like wearing Wranglers and cowboy boots and white T-shirts. They were mm-hmm. like, what the is this? So I've always been that guy that, you know, because I'm telling you, like, we would have, I used to be able to dress up like anything I wanted to be. You know, my dad would like, I my face painted. Halloween was off the hook for mm-hmm. me. You know what I'm saying? My dad was very big into, you know, makeup. Well, you got that theatrical thing yes, going. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. And then you show up here and like shit kicker. Oh man! And shit kicker and is there gangsters up there too? Yeah, or what? yeah, that happened more though. You know, it's so crazy. A lot of people say, but I swear, y'all, gangs didn't kick off till Colors. Right? The movie, that movie right there, and then it slowly moved its way up. Now I mean, wow. there were certain gangs, but it just got like crazy out there at Fucking that time. I think Robert Duvall. Wow, dude, they did a play. That was a move. I'm telling you, that movie was for a purpose. Yeah, it's crazy. Um, but planet of sea, you know, that a movie can influence culture like that. Yeah, oh, that's a absolutely. Trip. So I show up though, and it's more country western town. You know, a lot of farming, a lot of dairies and stuff. And um, <sighs> the thing was, though, Are I was you so doing s- drugs yet? No, no. And but I did try. I tried cocaine at one of my dad's parties when I was like eight years old, and it was on the table. He had crazy parties, but I would go to my room, shut the door, and I didn't. I just heard music. I had everything I wanted. I was chilling. Dude, I bet those parties were crazy. I mean, West Hollywood used to be a fun place, man. I don't know yeah. what it's like now, but... Oh, it now it's just tents, tents and money. You either got money or you're broke. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I haven't been out there in a minute. I'm going to go tomorrow. Yeah. It's crazy. I haven't been since I was a kid. Hmm. It's a trip. It's well, a trip. once you pass Los Yenega, it gets nice. But like, if you get going past... Fairfax, the other way, it's just tent, tent, tent. This is always the part Pat doesn't I mean, like. <laughs> no, it's it's cool. I was just in Venice, and it's just all fucking, yeah, it's, this shit's going, this shit's getting weird. People lost their everything with COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. I don't bro. know what's happening. Drugs are getting stronger. COVID was getting stronger. And people just lost everything, you know? Everyone that didn't have a savings, how are you going to come up with all Closer that money? Than like- I mean, how are you going to come up with all the money for rent? I don't know. I, I didn't pay rent for two months, and then I left, and they threatened to like sue me and all this shit. But yeah, what are you gonna do? Yeah, it's it's right. just amazing how many uh, how many tents are out in West Hollywood now. And in, in, wow. dude, in Venice, they're all over the place. My friend Tim was saying yesterday, he's like, dude, being homeless really isn't that bad on Venice in Venice. No, it'd be kind of like paradise. Almost. Like they're just in a tent. No one fucks with them. Like the day, there's like mad people around. Like uh, food's right there. And you got a crew too. I mean, when you, I had a little crew of guys that we were, we were all just right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely. Well, it's a whole community. It's, no, but you have like a little neighborhoods. Like there's like like you can't put your tent here because like no well, puppet lives there. You know, like so. Yeah. Like, and so it's just like <laughs> you have a little crew of uh, in your own little hobbits, and they'll stab somebody for you. You know, people, mm. So so what what was the gang thing like? So when did you what, so, so you went there so and when did I, yeah. you get a little crazy start so, doing drugs all yes. that shit? So I I I I was so different all ball out, you know what I mean? Did you but feel I, did you feel alienated and weird? Oh, absolutely. And, and I was so scared they're going to find out about my dad and it was going to mm. be so bad on me because you know they uh, so you hold the shame or something about yep. your father too. Yeah, okay. I made up a dad. I made up a dad for everybody to know about. He was a hell's angel, tatted up, big old buff dude doing time in a pen. Mm. (laughs) Right. Cool guy. (laughs) So I thought, you know. Mm -hmm. But my granddaddy was raising me, you know. And he was, you know, 
trying to, you know, make a difference with me, you know? And then he passed. And when he passed, I lost it. Junior high, seventh so you loved grade. Your yeah, I love my granddaddy so much. It's crazy. If you've seen a picture of him, I look just like him, but like so you didn't super like dark. you didn't like fight the uh, structure or whatever he was trying to do. No, no, nah, because he he was cool. So you man. were a good kid until some he point. passed. He passed, and uh, when he passed, it was like my whole world just so. And I I don't share this either. So I um I went in the I had had a cold or whatever, and you know back in the day you just leave whatever in the uh, in the um cabinets so there was a bottle of tylenol with codeine and i drank the whole bottle and then i walked into the room and i told my mom that i had messed up and i was sorry and like two minutes after i did it and so they rushed me to the hospital i got my stomach pumped i went to modesto psychiatric center for a month and because well, i you know it was going to do that to you i i wanted to die yeah absolutely okay, okay. i wanted to die absolutely i was hurting so bad um so so I didn't get to this part though. So after my granddaddy passes, it just messed me up. I went into seventh grade in seventh grade, I'm 13 now. And I'm, I'm in seventh grade and I'm like, just destroyed. I started gaining weight. I got really big. I started getting bullied and picked on majorly. Um, then I ended up getting <laughs> in trouble. And I, because I had taken a lighter that looked like a gun to school because I wanted it for protection. Like, leave me alone, because these dudes were whooping my ass every day because hmm. I wouldn't fight back. For some reason, I lost my fight. I didn't mm. have no fight. I was broken. Poor kid, you know? Mm. And um, since they never found it, they're like, you brought a guy, I didn't bring it. Well, you're going to opportunity now. That's where all the bad kids are. Then I met a friend, and he was like, bro, you just got to swing on fools. You're huge. Just swing. I got your back. Don't let no one punk you no more. You with me now, homie. All right, bet. So I did. I got in a fight. One of the dudes that picked on me, I knocked him out. And that was the worst thing that could have happened for me. Because then I was looking for everybody that ever picked on me. Mm. And, you know, then it was, hey, bro, come kick it with us now. And that just kind of went to where it went, you know. And bad and good and good and bad or whatever. Um, doing drugs, doing stuff. I skated for a long time. I got into skating. Kind of got out of trouble a little bit around 18 or 19 just smoking weed and you know occasional drugs um it wasn't until i was 21 and i got in that accident with those pills that stuff went bad um when the doctor pulled me off the pills man a buddy of mine was like yo and i had shot i had shot speed already at that point in my life i shot speed in time in orange county so i was i already i could do that you know and uh, my boy was like hey I know you're sick, bro. You're kicking. And I'm like, bro, it's his doctor had me on the pills. And then I'd went, tried buying pills on the street for a while, doing that, doing that whole song and dance. And my boy's like, bro, you're spending too much money. My brother's got some H bro. Way cheaper. Same shit, man. I'm like, what? So I chased the dragon at first. I didn't shoot it. And I chased it for a while, but then I started shooting it. Cause I was like, and then it'd be too much. So I'd get some crystal, get back man. up. And then I liked that. I like doing that. And I would just sit there and just ride that roller coaster, man. Mm. And then I started stealing cars. Um, I got my first GTA charge. I ended stole a car in Orange County because I had came out here before. So I was running back and forth, going back and forth, bringing stuff. I had a friend I knew. I'd bring boats of ecstasy, all kinds of crazy shit I was doing. And um, I got caught for a Grand Theft Auto. And I got locked up in Orange County 
I got the shit beat out of me. As soon as they found out I was a northerner, oh, no. they beat the, almost killed me. If, when you meet my mom and talk to her, she'll probably bring it up because she's like, the way he looked. Because she came and saw me right after. They stomped your head. Oh, bro, I got the shit beat out of me. I got the, it was, it was bad. But I mean, that's, that's how it goes. You know, I was in the wrong playing field. I should have been like, PC me up. But, you know, I didn't even really know about that. You know what I mean? So I got out and I'm like, okay, I'm on probation. They're like, you got to live in Orange County. I'm like, what? I can't be here. These dudes, I'm going to die on the streets in Orange County. So I stole another car and went to Merced County, the area that I was from when I was younger. And I was like, look, if I steal a car and I get busted out here, right, then I'm going to go to prison here. I was like, I want to go to prison from here. I've been a county out there. I know how bad it is. If I go to prison, I got to be with my own people. And um, that's when I caught the first charge out there and went to the prison. What was that? Um, I had a controlled substance, but I let it happen. I, I like I, I, I kind of got to this place, man, where I, I like wanted to go to prison. Hmm. Like I, I wanted to level up somehow. Attention, bro. Ego. I wanted to be a badass. Something. I, I lost everything else. You know what I'm saying? At least I could be some, you know, whatever. And I and I, I did my thing. Like I'm I'm not proud of that at all. But I did too much. You know, so I catch that charge. I go to prison, and that was it, bro. Once I went there, and you meet motherfuckers, you learn a lot. You know. So that was a good experience, or what? No, hell no, man. It was a bad experience. Bad experience, absolutely. How it, long? First it, time. First time was a year flat. So it was 16 months, but I ended up doing a year flat, so eight months. And it was all bad, but at that point, you were already in the cycle, or something. Yeah, I was already in the cycle. I got out. I'd, I'd be out for a little bit, get back in, do a violation, catch a new charge, go in. But I would always get clean in there. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I changed a lot of things about me because who I ran with in there was, you know, pull your pants up, respect yourself. You know what I mean? Be a man. Don't cuss. It's a trip. These are prison dudes telling me this. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm busting down essays, all kinds of shit, writing, learning, educating. Wow. So there's a certain kind of like code and respect and self yeah. self esteem or something about yeah it makes you feel good about yourself because you got to think most of those guys in prison are broken so you they're know? pulling you up they're in their own way sort yep. of absolutely interesting and i got a lot of love for the, a lot of the dude like there's lifers when i so i ended up catching some time in uh k-wing and tracy in the hole and my last term and went to the shoe so i went to corcoran shoe where they What's used to the fight shoe? inmates so secured housing unit it's prison for prison so it's worse than the hole if you guys Google Corcoran Shoe, you'll 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 it'll blow your mind. They'll, it'll talk about the fights. I got after the fights, so I wasn't involved in any of that. Okay. But the the guards were fighting inmates. They'd take two crips, put them on the yard, bring out a blood or a south sider, <coughs> send them out into the yard For in like the hard yard. Or yep, they were betting on them. It's a huge thing. They even made a movie about it called Felon. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that's that. real. That went down. That's all real, bro. Yep, that's right. all real. All that, and that's the real sales. Like I feel like they filmed it there. Mm. <laughs> I swear, bro, it's so dead on. Cheese grater doors, the whole nine. To like, watch it, is it decent? It's an incredible film. Yeah, yeah. it's actually pretty good. I love yeah, Val Kilmer. Yeah. He just kind of fell off the planet, didn't he? He's good. He's yeah, he's really good. He's probably fell off on purpose. You seen oh, yeah. Heat? Nah, Heat? No, I haven't. Dog, oh, it's amazing. So Heat is the greatest crime bank robber movie of all time michael mann directed it i probably have seen it al pacino robert de niro um michael madsen uh val kilmer 
fucking wow. It's oh, just well, and then yeah. Who was the female too? She was. Um, but so yeah, so Danny Trejo. Dang. Like the, the, bro, I love that guy. Like so the, you know, Danny came and knocked on my door one day when I was living in the valley. I'm like, fuck, I know you. Because I've seen him in meetings and stuff. But he was with his wife doing real estate, just putting out uh, flyers. Mm. He's always so nice and sweet and like positive. So that's a you guy. That about him? He's like dead ass serious in this, in this recovery world. Yeah. Mm. He's like, I heard. Well, I started. Funny. So I, I hooked up with Scummy, bro. Uh, um, Colin, um, yeah, bro. Wait, Metal Militia. Wait a second, Scummy, bro. Carlos Twi- Morrison. What about Twitch's Twi- boy? Twitch's boy. So, yeah. dude, how did you know that I knew him? I don't know. I didn't know you knew him, dude. Twitch, dude. This girl I used to date. Her older sister was like dating Twitch. Oh, what? And and I used to buy pills from them, and yeah, I I ran into him and i think this that other guy scummy at, at their wedding and now that girl works at tarzana treatment center and yeah. we work together trying to get people sober but that's so dope yeah so i don't really know him that well but that's crazy yeah yeah scummy's well. scummy's dope man he actually had me come out and <clears throat> um and speak uh is he sober he got, yeah he's yeah. kicking ass bro what about twitch I don't know. I don't think so. I, I don't know, but I know Scummy's killing it, bro. And he's super happy, bro. He just got out of treatment. He did like a year program, bro. Mm. And he he's, bro, I love that guy, man. He's I'm going to let your son sit here for a while. I got to go do some Yeah, do your thing, Johnny. Pleasure to meet you, bro. Likewise, Thanks for having brother. me Blessings. Johnny's got to finish up his. Good night, Johnny. That's it. It's good rapping with you, Bubba. All right, we'll see you Blessings and love. Yes, you will. I'm not going to be late. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so a- if you want to talk, you want to be a fist away, you can put those on so you can hear better. So crazy seeing him sit over there. So what do you do now? What are you doing? So, man, bro, I've been I've been super blessed, man, with, with music, man, and not being at such a high level, but doing really good. Mm. Um, getting booked. I just started getting booked again. So I do a lot of native events. I'm, I'm Choctaw, you know what I'm saying? And I'm big into my native community. And so I'll get booked for shows or get go to certain places and do free, and like do live shows or like, but not live, what's the word I'm looking for? Like a personal show. Uh, like come to the casino, but come to the, you know, to the res and then come up to the house and uh, perform wow. type of stuff. So, Dude, that whole res, like that whole, like the, the Native American communities that, ah, there's just one, there's like, they got like, money well not everybody though it's more third world than money i'll tell you that the reses are horrible Mm. they're so bad bro but there are ones that aren't you know there's i think it's 250 casinos and there's 500 uh um, nations i just heard some story about someone going and it was just like this crazy experience where beverly hills in the middle of nowhere yeah. yeah That's how his uncle chicken, my 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 cousin chicken, they're up in uh, Northern California. They're Miwok, and they have the Jackson Rancheria, and it's beautiful. It's so gorgeous up there. Yeah. But then I'll go to see cousins in New Mexico, and you go over there, and, and on the Navajo Res, and there's parts of it. It's straight third world, man. Mm. You know, everybody assumes all the time. You know, the first thing I ever get asked is like, "Oh, you're Native American? Well, how much are you? Do you get money? What casino are you part of?" Right. You know what I mean? And that's hard, a small percentage. It's yeah. such a small percentage okay. to get that. Such a small percentage. And even the ones that get it, you go over there and it's like it was it was implemented to 
to destroy our people, man. Yeah. Mm. You know, let's give them all this money. And, you know, it, 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 I've seen it pull families apart. I've seen, it's just, it's not what they say it is, man. Yeah. But there's a big awakening happening right now. There is a global awakening, I feel like, right now. You know, as, as bad as, as, as this whole COVID stuff or whatever it really is, is there's a global awakening right now with people. You know, there's a lot of bad shit, too. There's a lot of, like we we're talking that cancel culture that just blows my mind. My daughter was explaining it to me, and I'm like, "What?" She's like, "Oh yeah, they could just shut you down." Mm -hmm. I'm like, "Why?" Just because they want to. I'm like, "What?" You have to be like big enough to, to for them be, to do that, yeah, right? Yeah. So people are losing. Certain people are losing like movie deals and wow, like Netflix specials and but like they still have their social media. So right. I gotta tell you, every time we talk about. Native American or Indian or however you want to be called, First Nation, my, I got a bad taste because of my ex, and she just moved her Canadian First Nation, I'm just going to call him an asshole, I don't know what the fuck he is, into, uh, what am I, in, I just, uh so I now mean, it has nothing to do with everybody, but this situation just, so just makes you think of him. Yeah, 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 yeah. I get it. Not, I get it. Yeah, yeah it's not against the, against the people. It's just that makes you think of that situation. But that's the issue, though. Like so many people will tell me they'll be like, "Yo, y'all are drunks and this and that and this and that." And it's like I'll sit and listen. I'll sit and listen. I'll be like, "Yeah, but why are we drunks? Yeah, why? Why is this? 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 And this? Yeah, it goes to choice. It goes to all these other things. But we have generational pain. Yeah, like, and it's real." And and it's like these residential schools, you know, they just found the bodies of two hundred and fifteen children in British Columbia and Kamloops. You guys don't see it; they're they're keeping this down. Google two hundred and fifteen children's bodies found underneath like, the Catholic you mean, Church. Like old time? Yeah, they no nineteen seventy five. They shut down the residential schools. See, they were taking it was it was save the man, kill the Indian. And what they were doing is they were taking kids as young as three years old away from their mothers and fathers, stripping them. First Nations was the worst. Canada is horrible. We're bad too, but um, Canada's where they found the babies in Kamloops. 215 children as young as three years old. And so yeah, now the yeah. UN or someone is making uh, Canada go search the grounds of every residential school. A guy took a picture. But, but what were they doing? I don't understand well, because, taking them and doing so what? So I want you guys to, <clears throat> so they would take them, chop their hair off first. First thing is chop the hair off. Mm -hmm. Not let them speak their language. You have to speak English. So they were trying to indoctrinate them in the culture. Absolutely. But why are they in graves then? Because they were killing them. They were molesting them, killing them. They were killing babies, uh, girls as young as 10 and 12 years old getting pregnant there's going to be um on wednesday a survivor of the residential schools from the she reserve is going to speak um on a podcast um, mary jane out of uh she's uh nez pierce res um idaho out in idaho and he's going to come and speak on the podcast about it what he went through and what he's he's a survivor you know they took these kids they tortured them they raped them they killed them um it's just, it's it's horrible, man. It's horrible. But they keep it quiet. They keep a lid on it. People weren't even knowing about, people don't even know here. And it's like, it's crazy. I thought in Canada they were doing like the 
bright thing. The First no. Nation, you know, treating like all that sort of stuff. No, it's horrible. It's so bad. And right now the RMCP are raping women. There's over 5,000 missing and murdered indigenous women right now. Let me ask you, though. So if you're on a reservation, I guess you're born there, right? Then that Absolutely. means that's your land or home right. or well, community. Well, the or... government did this blood quantum. So check this out. There's kids that live on the res that don't get, they're not registered to their tribe. I'm not registered to my tribe because I don't make the blood quantum. So in the beginning, they, they did the treaties. They were like, listen, you have to be so much native or so much First Nation to be able to have rights and this and that. So what we're doing is making sure nobody else gets your guys' stuff. But in reality is, I fall in love with a white woman. We have a child. That child decides to fall in love with an Italian girl and they have a baby. That baby gets nothing. That baby gets no representation, no, nothing for, for being indigenous. Absolutely. They're cut out. So it's genocide over time. You know, they tried in the beginning to wipe us out and we're still here. And this was a long implemented. I've heard a lot about this and I'm thinking that they said if it wasn't for disease, we may not have won. Well, we, I'm going to say. Oh, no, that's absolutely. The Europeans may not have won. They would not have. They got us all sick. See, that's why alcohol is so bad for us. Even intentional, just because of the oh no, it was immune system. So what they did was they gave us blankets with smallpox. Yeah, yeah, but that's that's one story, and I know that one. Yeah, I read this book, Wounded at Battle, Wounded Knee, Battle at Wounded Knee. You know, it's a long. That's a huge Battle at Wounded Knee. Yeah, Um, it's horrific. Yeah, you know, it's horrific. But uh, I just thought it was a trip when they when you know Joe Rogan is really into this and he reads a lot of the books and then he'll talk about them. You know who that is? Yeah, absolutely. I've actually wanted to get, my cousin is Brock Weaver in the UFC and um, he's Choctaw and he, I want to get him on Joe Rogan to talk, but even Brock was let go of the UFC and it didn't make any sense. Like there's guys, it didn't make no sense, but Brock wears war bonnets and face war paint when he goes to fight. And um, he's very, pro-indigenous and he's very but he's also a christian brother and he's big he loves g oh my goodness this man big time he's just a great man and uh, but he's too pro-native and he's too he's he's getting seems people like pumped that, that up that and prideful be, that seems like you that people would be behind that right now because they're pro everything right now why would why would that you know what there's still guys in the ufc that are native but they're not like brock they don't they don't say that you'll know because you know there might be one picture well, with them with a feather somewhere on their Instagram low, but Brock's mm-hmm. very I mean, Brock's if, representing. If you really think about it, like the the Native Americans were the first to really get it. Get what? The raw fucking deal. Yeah. Absolutely. Like you, you 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 like Rage Against the Machine. Well like Zach, bro. Like the just raw deal. Well like dude, they were just here, bro. And like we came and just fucking Dances with wolves. Basically, you know, like, we wiped them out with disease, though, because we probably wouldn't have. But they were just trying to chill and live off the land. We like, taught them how the, to farm. We taught the Europeans how to farm. We gave them corn. We showed I, them. I, I just, I think that, like, you know, I don't, I haven't like done a whole bunch of studying or anything, but I feel like dances, been, dances with wolves is is pretty cool. Like the way that they, and just when you, you know, even like the last of the Mohicans, yeah, and yeah. the way, and and also. Well, hold on, hold on. Okay, you go. (laughs) Like, I don't know if you know about this, but, um, uh, damn, dude, right when I'm about to go on a thing, I forget the name. Marlon Brando. Yep. 
You know about that? No, I don't know, but I know Marlon Brando. Dude, this dude did, d- didn't even show up to get his Oscar. He had the, the, the little Cherokee foot woman, Littlefoot little or whatever, come and represent. Oh, I remember that. She I saw that. She basically got on stage and was like, Marlon Brando is refusing to accept this award on behalf of how Hollywood has represented the Native American people. <laughs> and it was just like, yeah. dude, like Marlon Brando was like the illest. Yeah, that's- like he's always been so ill and that was such a dope thing to do. And then like you see certain movies later on coming out like Dances with Wolves, which I thought was a really cool way of showing how like dope Indians are for real. Like in just that like spirituality and that like living off the land and just trying to be like really good people. And then we just fucked them in the but, ass. But let me tell you an example, so which I thought was really interesting. So when the in, what do we call it? Is, just the native natives. Is, okay. Yeah. So when the natives would take a white person in, like, you know, they have a war and there's some kids left uh-huh. and they indoctrinate the kids uh-huh. into their community. Right. And then later on, maybe five, 10 years later, they're found and brought back to white society. Right. And they want nothing more to just go back right. to yeah. like, that's what dances I thought was with wolves, interesting. bro. She was like, I don't really remember. She was like, a little cheesy, but it was no, good. no. It's not cheesy, bro. Well, it's a masterpiece. Okay, it's amazing. <laughs> you, you, you know no, it. I know. Heck yeah, you like it. That was one of the only movies I felt like we had for a long time. You know, dude. but there's a lot more happening now, and there's a lot of films that are about to start coming out. I hope so, dude. Yeah, the one thing I remember from that movie that just kills me is the guy, Kevin Costner, was taking all these detailed notes and and stuff in his books, and then an army guy got it when they captured him and wiped his ass with all the years of documentation. And there's nothing better than like a movie like that or like like The Last Samurai, where like Tom Cruise gets into that one makes me cry every time with the samurai and like these people that have this opinion of this other culture they get submerged into that culture and they realize oh my god dude how wrong I was and like that part where he's talking about like yeah I'll get emotional talking about it he's just like you know our understanding of these people we were so wrong and he starts explaining all the cool things about them and how like he traded and they're like men of honor and 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 it just it's just so cool but here's the one thing i want to bring up i love fucking movies and you're probably going to think i'm a you know white privilege whatever asshole when i bring this up but if you look at history just about everybody's been enslaved or fucking almost genocide at some point in history I mean, in Africa, they had white slaves. Right. If you go back in history, a lot of them, not just a few isolated incidents. And that just says something about like human nature. Well, that's really. what I'm saying. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, and for it's... sure. And, and and every, there's this quote, uh, every, oh, it's actually from Blade Runner. Um, um, he, it's, it's the quote from uh, Jared Leto. Have you seen the new Blade Runner? No. Nah. Dude, Jared Leto's like... You got, you're going to have me stuck at home for like a day and a half I'll, watching movies. I'll text you. I actually have... On Saturdays, I have... Uh, they watch a movie and they write an essay about it like or, oh, or notes about how it applies to their sobriety because movies have like shaped me into who I am from JFK to Born on the Fourth of July to Dance with Wolves to... Uh, uh, American That's history, so. American history X. Right, seen that one. Yeah, 
like just to be able to change your perspective of something through film and showing the story of someone seeing the truth in the most like you know why that one fucks with me because I was the opposite position. I was the dude getting the white dude getting stomped by the black dudes. Right. And so it I just it bothers me that you want to vilify one race or something because yeah. shit goes down that you don't oh, yeah, see on the screen. Oh, yeah, there's villains in every race. Yeah, 100%. And that's what I tell people all the time. Someone was telling me the other day, they're like, man, I love natives. And I say, just because a motherfucker's native, don't mean he's a good dude. Doesn't mean he's a good guy. Right. Just because a motherfucker's Or spiritual. Yeah, or spiritual, spiritual or anything. Right. You know, there's people. My, I, a buddy of mine just did a documentary, um, and uh, it was Pete Sands, where he sat... Uh, I just remember the one part he said, it's not even out yet, um, where he went and interviewed the natives that were kidnapping kids and selling them <laughs> like like for real and would sit outside like no one would have let them in the Hogan. No one would let them be around. But they'd be outside and they're they're talking and they were like, yeah, I did this for money. I, you know, like actually what snatching kind of our own people we up. About? We're talking about just recently. Oh. These kids are going missing daily and teen suicide on the wait, reservation. Wait. People from the tribe were taking kids. Yeah, from there was the actually tribe. people in the tribe sending them out to the uh, human traffickers, getting I mean, them off I, the reds. And there's evil people everywhere. It don't matter what you are. Evil's evil. It don't gotta. It don't gotta what you look at see it. You know, just like good people you look at me and him you're probably gonna guard your wallet and lock your doors right <laughs> yeah straight at up first you know at first and then you're like people always tell me like dang it was funny when I've, i talked to in a meeting about my dad and when i left someone was like dude i would never know you had gay dads like whoa how did y'all were you not gay and i'm like what do you mean bro it, that's not what makes you gay right you know what i'm saying you are what you are or you're not what you're not or whatever it is you know yeah. just you know, in the in the Native American culture, that's interesting. What we accept two spirits, absolutely, yeah, yeah. and they're the, the most their special. Approach was pretty interesting, absolutely, because they're yeah, absolutely because the two spirit is in connected with both sides. They have that female energy and the male energy. A lot of two spirits are medicine men. You know, they're they're very tapped in because so, they were able uh, to. When so you we, say two, is that gay or what uh, does that well, mean? Yeah, it it is. That's what it means. But it's because you're both spirits. Okay, you're both. You know, and you'll see pictures of, of guys uh, dressed in women regalia, like old, old photos. I just saw some. It's, it's, it's crazy. It's different. But they were respected. Absolutely. Men. Absolutely. Regalia. Huh? Yep. Regalia. Is that clothing? Yeah, I, I love regalia. that word. Yep. You know Simon Rex? Yes, Third I do know Simon Rex is. Yeah. yeah, he does the regalia thing. No, I just wanted to show you this quick little scene real quick from Blade Runner. Every leap of civilization was built off the back of a disposable workforce. We lost our stomach for slaves, unless engineered. Every, what Ooh. did he say? Ooh. This is, this is Jared Leto plays the villain in, 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 in Blade Runner, but it's really amazing the way I'm about to watch this tonight when we get back to every leap of civilization was built off the back of a disposable workforce Ooh. so it's like the slave i mean if you go back to the egyptians and the pyramids like how did the pyramids get built like you can't i or wonder the that though oh, the i really yeah for sure but like but, but, but or the railroad yep. that was chinese yep mostly. absolutely what, what billy's saying is true it's like there's always been 
you know, different hierarchies and guys at the bottom working railroads, you know, slaves. It's, it's been a thing and it's, it's just interesting. And this movie is like cool because it's like the future, you know, and there, and we're creating, um, artificial, he's basically creating androids, you know, that's what Blade Runner is all about. Like more human than human. Like, are we, can we make, uh, robots really, but they look human. They, they, they think human, they are human. And a Blade Runner is, uh, um, an android that's that don't hunt. give it a, don't give it a well the, no that's just, this is like a known okay, thing okay. like and and the original blade blade runner um with harrison ford directed by ridley scott in the 70s is like yeah. the most iconic um sci-fi film and it's based off of a book do androids dream of electric sheep i think and it's it's more than just a movie it's like a a, a commentary on like humans and 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 slaves and and um the soul the soul and how you know um if we created it are we gods and if god created us are we slaves to god or like can we can we create something that has feelings and like um does that make them just as important as us and this whole idea this is the whole thing about sci-fi and and ai and He's basically uh, this genius uh, who creates um, uh, androids to colonize the stars. You know, it's fucking ill. And like Ryan Gosling plays uh, the Blade Runner in this one. I don't think it's colonized. I think it's to mine, mine planets and stuff, do the work that no one wants to do. Well, so that we can live on. So that we can colonize. So we can, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So we can expand and he's like, we've only colonized nine planets. I, we should own the star. He's like this crazy sit. He's fucking dude. He's so good in that, bro. Jared that dude's Lowe. amazing. He's amazing, bro. Like, I mean, amazing. to be able to like go from being this really, really great actor to like 30 seconds to Mars, the band, bro. And I'm listening. I was listening to their shit the other day. Like, it's not like guaranteed. It's not like, um, you can't just shift like that and be successful. Like a lot of people have tried. Johnny Depp has tried. Ryan Gosling has a band called Dead Man's Bones. A lot of uh, actors like try to become musicians, but Jared Leto fucking did it. And it was just like, boom, dude. Yeah, he like did it. superstar fucking like epic rock group. Have you heard any of their shit? I don't even know who Jared Leto is except for that little clip you showed me. Right. You remember my so-called life? Yeah, sort of. That you, sounds familiar. He was like the cool, like, yeah. I remember he was the cool teenage kid that like, yeah, he's dope. Yeah. So let me just ask you now. So you're doing the music thing is, yes. and that's your, that's your income. That's your yeah, career. Plus, that's plus, your- yeah. And, and honestly, and I was, I, I make good money on social media too. And I have sponsors and In things like way? that. How, how? So I post for people. Like I do, I have Nutra Shop. I have Dope Sick Apparel, which which is a recovery clothing line. So I get paid for that too. I make posts. I get paid per post and things like that. So you like edit their stuff? Is that what? No, you I mean? like I wear it. You represent I, I, it. Yep, I put a do a post, talk about so like it, a wear it. Sort of a model a, spokesperson for and, certain brands. Yeah. An influencer. Influencer. The, there you go. That's the word. The cannabis Influence. stuff must have. Oh, bro. Been pretty lucrative. Heck yeah. So are you bro, potentially I, losing your income by doing this or what? I mean, it's going to it's gonna, it's gonna hit me, but it's... Yeah, but hold up. 
I don't it think won't. so, bro. First of all, CBD is a whole thing, right? Yeah. And the fact that he's sober. That's true. You could do like, CBD no, still. I, let me tell you what I think really okay. you could do. That's and right. I don't, I'm not your manager or anything, but like, bro, the, the whole cannabis industry wants to be more legit. And like, you're, if you're fully fucking sober and you're talking about like, I use cannabis not as a mind altering substance, but I'm now fully sober and I still use CBD. Like, I think that that would, you could still do everything that you used to do. Also tell your story of how you got sober with medicinal marijuana. And now you're only using Mm. non psychoactive CBD. Mm -hmm. That's cool. Like, I don't think you need to distance yourself from it at all. And then you can be like a, example to people who really want to or need to really get sober and you could be like i really hope that you can achieve real true sobriety clean and true sobriety and you can do your steps and you can not need to lean on any kind of crutch except for god that part and then and then you can still i think work i mean dude like they don't care bro they just care that he has a following and he looks and acts the way he acts and he's repping their product and you you can rep a cannabis product based on having nine years using it and you don't need to be actively that's true doing it you have a history so right yeah this fucking worked for me that's true. Um, so what it is that you had a following already and that's why? Or you have a look, a way? I've, a, I've gotten the following. It's all just evolved. It's, it's just all happened. evolved. Yeah. And then um, when I got verified on Instagram, that's when it just started going. I got the blue check. It was over with. And and I don't even know how I got that thing, bro. Really? Yeah. I just had it one day. I was I was actually on the Pop Brothers at Law's Cannabis Talk 101 podcast. And someone called me like, hey, fool, you got verified? And I, I was like, what? What do you mean I got on verified? On the podcast. I'm on the Well, yeah, but I'm standing there and he's texting me, right? And I'm like, what are you talking about, But bro? was it after the podcast? Right when I went on, I was I went on to the podcast like, yo, I just got verified. Dude, I had to fucking apply. I had to hit up my old manager and use the hyper crush thing. It was not easy. Damn. And I'm like at 30, 30 now and like I'm fucking, I can't. I I haven't seen a cent from fucking. Oh, so they any... just pay you now because you have so many. No, 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 no. No, you get by the this brand company. Oh, okay. Pays him because no, if I, he I reps you. it, they're oh, gonna sell right fucking. Okay. They're gonna sell some shit. The NutriShop NutriShop is because of I, I I train like I do. Plus, I'm getting. I've been getting oh, into shit, the. You even got your own hat. Yeah, I got shirts, hats. <laughs> I bro, I I left your shirt. Okay, great. I got you one. Though. I'm gonna mail it when I get so, home. So, so, um, do you have someone that helps you with all this, bro? Me, I do have a team, which I'm very, very blessed. My wife helps me. Um, because I feel like if I pursued it more, or if I like responded to like the people that are asking me to do shit, like I could probably make some money. But like, I don't know. You're busy, man. Yeah. Yeah, it's it is hard, bro. It is, and it's, I feel like they don't really give you enough it's like a couple hundred bucks if you're lucky for a post but like i'm more so like interested in like just pushing like my brand i'm all i'm just kind of like all right that's kind of where i want to be too and yeah it's coming it's coming slow and steady yeah like it's coming for sure so the music how you play regular gigs yeah well hopefully again now covid had me wiped out um but yeah i was doing a show once a week at least and then i had a residency once a month at the uh, downtown grand on fremont oh so it was cool it was, and but it was cannab- culture and cannabis was the event but it was huge bro we hit a fucking dude 
Me and my wife hit a gold mine on OnlyFans, bro. On the on the TikTok, like when yeah. the TikTok shit started growing and COVID hit, and we were like, I I, I have a production company too. We do like music videos oh, and stuff. We we actually, dude, we like we're like the we shoot and make content for Hall of Flowers, and you know Hall of Flowers, yeah, it's bro. like the premier whatever. Dude, we 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 have you been to Hall? I haven't been though. So yeah, we we do all that, and then also for complex and all these trade shows and f- festivals and events and music videos. All, and, what are they called? Yeah. Content spots? Like it's where people go do content, right? No, like we film the event, and we. Oh, I'm not thinking of the same thing. Then I'm thinking of a. There's a thing in Vegas, and you go, and it's different. Like, it's just all stuff for taking pictures for content. Right. No, no, no. And there's this wall of flowers. That's why Sudi said that. No, no, there's no. Like ha- this- hall of Flowers oh, okay. is a trade show. It's a cannabis trade show. Why don't I know what that is? Is it out here? It's in, I, I feel like it's probably in like Vegas or something. Hall of Flowers in Vegas? Yeah, bro. Like, you need to check it out. Yeah, I should know. Yeah, Hall, hall of Flowers. Had, uh, Glass Vegas, um, we just had Glass Vegas and another one. And so I get paid to go out there and perform. And I get paid good, bro. Mm. Like, they give me what I ask for because of the following. But that's for when I'm doing you the show. for the band or for Yeah, the, for me and uh, the band. Or for me and I'll have my do, guitar do player. Do you mind go. if I ask, like, what that guarantee looks like? Man, for me, I'm, I mean, for me and my guitar players, 2500 a show. For me and my whole band's five grand. Nice. Yeah, five was, like, a nice, a nice little... I remember we were doing five. Five was like we were stoked on five. Yeah, bro, and it's and, and after I, you yeah. pay everybody, was that, it? I mean, fucking, I'd get five plus travel and all that other stuff. So, yeah, 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 yeah. Five plus travel. That mm-hmm. was a good little thing when we were doing yeah. it. We got so even 10. the twenty five hundred is good, man, yeah. because like I'll tell my you know my guitar player like, look, this is what it is. I could give you five to just pull up and I'll cover your this and that. You just come play my songs and I write all my music. So it's just basically almost like a. Uh, work for hire yeah but we have an album you got to check it out live at the palms sober junkie when you listen to that you're gonna love it i could okay. your energy i you're gonna love that album it's very funky very the palms in vegas yeah so i went into the studio so we do all of their content bro yeah. i swear we probably filmed That's shot true. we probably I shot can, that i, I can back that up they, they've been doing the palms for a while all station casinos so you know you the know palms, the palms not no more Hold up, hold up. Us hold natives up. just bought it. But wait, you know you don't know Tall Cooperman? No. Um, so the Palms, they 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 started that that new club Chaos. Right. So we filmed all that shit. So like Bro. Cardi B, fucking Marshmallow, yeah. G Easy. They were Bro, all Marshmallow resident. would come into the studio after doing that what? and I'd be in the studio. Bro, like we I bet you I've seen you out there cuz we were there every weekend shooting all that. You know what happened now though, right? They just sold it to the Mission Natives. Well, yeah, cuz they fucking lost their ass on on Chaos, that club. Dude. And then COVID hit and just Yeah. So it's crazy. A lot of these casinos. So what I'm putting together now too is a casino tour. I want to do an indigenous tour with all native artists and go hit every native casino. Dope. That's what I want to put together. Tour? So you're gonna take people? You mean absolutely like, or are you other artists on social media? No, I want to. Are you allowed to smoke? So you always sure you got get ideas. That shit your your eye head's always like. Yeah, I feel like I just gosh, saw bro, it go 24/7. <laughs> but I feel like it's gonna be so much better now, man. Honestly, because I feel like. Once I kick my crutch, my mind's more clear. Like even tonight, man, I just feel different. Yeah, you know, not like a in a bad way, just like a 
You're going to have dreams like you wouldn't believe, too. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah, but you know what? Like, he's off the hard stuff. I feel like... No, but when you quit Just drink a lot of liquids, keep working out, like, coffee. I don't know. I feel like you'll be all right. Yeah, maybe it won't be a big deal. I mean, I don't think that... I mean, there's not, like, a gnarly withdrawal from, like, weed. I've kicked H, man. Yeah, like, you're all right. You're going to be all right. And I kicked H in a prison cell. Lean into this relationship, that one with your wife, maybe watch some movies. I don't know. I think you'll be all right. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be all right, but 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 you're still going to have crazy dreams. This is what I would say, bro. Like, I don't know. I would say, like... I don't know. Get a sponsor. Do the steps. Or do yeah. you already have a sponsor? I'm going to call him up tomorrow. And be like, yo, I'm going to do this. Let's do this. Yeah, he'll be stoked. He'll be stoked. Yeah, he'll be stoked for real. Um, We're at our kind of our, our limit. But yeah, like you said, you feel different. I don't know. It was a pleasure like having Dude, you on and talking brother, to you. My thank him. you. And thank you for giving me a platform to do. Bro, I, it's so, I know it's God, bro, because of the way it came to me. Mm. and i know it's what i need to do bro i don't really like reach out to people bro no i was surprised bro i'm telling you one of my fans hit me up dude bro and told me you gotta you know who this is you gotta work with him you yeah, know we got six six thousand already bro all about cannabis 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 but i've been realizing and really this last week that's it's a crutch and i don't want it no more i think that's like amazing good 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 on you i don't want to blur the message man yeah i don't want the message blurred when i give it out either yeah yeah yeah. that's cool teach their own you know yeah and i don't knock nobody for what they do or and, and if it's working for you hey but for me it's not working no more yeah i would be like more 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 oh more what we when am i doing it again more more it's just that's how I think, so I can't do anything. Was that so? Like, bro, three hours or wait, two hours, six thousand oh, yeah, views, going, bro. Five hundred eighty likes. Like, bro, check it out. Like, yeah, that's holy crazy. fuck! I say that dude. I saw that dude on TikTok. Love him. So excited for this podcast. I love learning lose podcast. Deep. That's truly deep. I feel you. It's just so cool, dude. Oh, guy broke loose from the zoo. Wow, this is awesome. I'm a huge fan of this guy. Oh, wow. I love it. See, like, we just need to, like, that's the thing is I want to take, I want to just do more collabs with people because TikToks the fucking can get dark, bro. Yeah. And if we're, like, out here co-signing each other, and also, yeah, I I get kind of scared sometimes because, like, I have, like, if, if you catch, like, some people coming over, like, trying to hate, just, I'm sorry. I let them go. I don't care. Yeah. I don't acknowledge them, bro. I made a post about it. Like, if you stand next to me, like, you're going to get, there's some people that are hating. But there's also way more, like, love. So, like, you should get some love and, like, and we'll we'll have clips from the podcast that we'll send you and, like, we'll post. Bro, we're we're building something, bro, and we'll see where it goes. We take it one day at a time, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I'm an energy guy, bro, and the energy I'm feeling right now, bro, is, is amazing. Cool. I'm about to go cuddle with this guy like <laughs> Do what? he's like dad i'm gonna sleep with you because um i don't know where we're at i was like you can sleep with me bro it's, it's like a little cabin wait what it's like a little cabin area where we're at so you like have to walk up to the house and you got all these weird blue keys and stuff and you unlock the date <laughs> the date I'm sorry. the gate you're you tired i know bubba 
and you walk up and it's like this whole little cabin and it has like a kitchen and everything in it. It's really Where? Cool, it's right in Thousand Oaks. Huh. Oh. Yeah, I, I called my uh, my my security dude. I was like, yo, I'm here. Hook me up. Find me a Airbnb. Bro, I'm lucky, bro. I've People have gotten clean messing with, with me and rocking with me, right? And then they end up being in my life. Wow. It's crazy. Yeah, that's They end up how becoming in my life and then they're like, yo, I got you. Yeah. And it was even cool because one of my buddies that's been helping me, helping me, helping me, once shows and money started happening, I was able to pay him, bro, and it was just such a good feeling. Mm-hmm. Especially when they're not doing it for that. Are we still are we still recording? Well we're gonna we're gonna wrap it up. Good night, guys. Blessings and love, y'all. Yeah.